The lights are bright in Alumni Gym, and the stage is set for some women's college hoops. Welcome to tonight's broadcast of Ryder Women's Basketball, live on WRRC2. Before we get underway, let's preview tonight's game and turn the mic over to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for the Brock Basketball Pregame Show, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. On 107.7 The Bronco Retro, WRC2. I'm Jared Brito here alongside Ben Chanel and Owen McCarran. Fellas, how are we feeling today? I'm feeling absolutely stellar for this for this first game back for you, Jared. Welcome back to the team, by the way. Thank you so much. Glad to be back. Missed you, buddy. We got a really good, we had a good game here today. St. Yeah. Joe's 8-0. What are we thinking? Oh, my God. Yeah, it should be a tough one ahead for the Bronx, huh? but I'm, I'm feeling optimistic. How about you guys? Well, in the interview that we're going to play, Coach Milligan had a lot to say about trying to shut down all their shootings. This is one of those games where the Bronx really cannot afford too many mistakes. Yeah, you know, and you look at their last game against the Navy, the Bronx last game where they pulled off the victory. They held them to just 43 points on 25% shooting. That's that's incredible defense right there. They could use some of that here against this 8-0 team. Yeah, I mean, if the Bronx can bring that same defensive intensity that they brought against Navy, then I would say they have a pretty good shot against the St. Joseph's team, you know. Yeah, and I definitely think we know that the Bronx have a really great potential to play good defense in certain yep. games. And we've also seen them be a really predominant second-half team. I'm going to go ahead right now and say as much as I love seeing that second half comeback, you got to hop on your horse and go ahead right in the first. You got to get it done now and you got to get it done right here. Yeah, you don't want to secede a lead to this team. That's A and O. You know, they're they're used to being ahead, playing ahead. Got to make them a little bit uncomfortable here. And this could really be a turning point in the season. You know, you can play well and squeeze out a win against this team. You know, the sky's the limit for this team. So really interested to see what happens in this game. Yeah, some of the threats we're looking at here for St. Jo uh, Joseph's. You got Talia Brugler. Shooting really well, actually, the entire season so far. 4.494 field goal percentage and a 375 three-point shooting percentage. Wow. So she's pretty, she's doing pretty good out there, as well as Mackenzie Smith, who I'm not too sure if she'll be starting today. She wasn't exactly in the list. Shooting 417 from the three. So definitely got a couple of weapons out there for St. Joe's that Ryder's going to have to lock down on. Yeah, St. Joseph's, you know, unlike a lot of great basketball programs this year, they don't have that one great player that can contribute every single night. Yeah, they, have, they are a pretty wide-arranged yeah. team. They have a very good of a sore player, so the defense is going to have a hard time trying to predict on which they should shift their focus to. Yeah, it's looking like uh, the five we might see tonight. They've started all eight games for St. Joseph's. It'll be Talia Brugler, Mackenzie Smith, Laura Ziegler, Katie Jacot, and Olivia Mullins. You know, they've started all eight games, so barring anything unbelievable happening, that's probably the five that Coach Milligan and the Bronx are going to see tonight. Yeah, definitely looking to see how the Bronx will adjust on the offensive end as well here. In the interview when we talked about it, Coach Milligan said that, again, she said it time and time again, she loves to work that inside-out type of play. You know, she's old-fashioned, but not too sure if they're going to want to focus on the outside this game, uh, especially with how good of a defensive team St. Joe's can be. I mean, you look at their games. When, when you go 8-0, you're doing something right on defense. So curious to see what their plan of action is to shut them down on the defensive end today as well. Ellis, it's going to be a good game all around. Let's hear what Coach Milliken has to say in a second here. We'll be right back with more Ryder women's basketball, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. It's almost time for the opening tip-off. Before we get underway on the hardwood, let's go outside the lines and outside the locker room of your Ryder University Lady Bronx. This, this is, is the Women's Basketball, basketball Coaches Clipboard, clipboard featuring Ryder Head Coach Lynn Milligan. Hi, everybody. We are back with another edition of the Coaches Show for the Ryder Women's Basketball for the upcoming game against St. Joseph's with Coach Milligan. Guys, how we doing? 
Doing great today, Ben. Good. Very good. Feeling good. So the team had a great win on Saturday against mm-hmm. Navy. What area do you think the team uh, exceeded in the most? Well, I think defensively, um, obviously, was our best defensive effort of the season. Um, you know, holding them. Anytime you hold somebody to, you know, 43 points on their home floor, you, you know, you're doing something right. The last two games, obviously, um, defensively was, was probably our weakness that we really kind of honed in on in practice. So it was nice to see um, the practices we had leading up to Navy uh, carry over onto the court. So we were, we were very happy with our defensive effort. Uh, staying on Navy, the defense was, mm-hmm. yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. But, like, the shooting numbers, yeah. you know, they weren't the best. So no, how- not one of our not yeah. one of our best performances and like i say you know if you're gonna have if you're gonna struggle a little bit shooting do it on a day when you're playing great defense yes, exactly. <laughs> and do it on the road yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean because i mean obviously you guys know i mean we've shot the ball fairly well this year mm-hmm. you know and we didn't shoot the ball well we got good looks and our offense was in flow which is something we talked about last time i was here their offense wasn't really in flow our offense was in flow saturday we just didn't make shots you know so it'd be nice to be back on our home floor and uh, we both saw michaela take a scary tumble against uh, mm-hmm. lehigh so is she 100 yeah. healthy or are you limiting her in any way no She's fine. Okay. She's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we also noticed that Anna Eckerstead, she only yes. has pads on her knees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instead of a brace, is she almost yeah. ready to play? She's still, I know I keep saying, but she is literally day-to-day. <laughs> she's um, she's just working out in the gym when I walked over. Yeah, she's getting there. She's right. getting there. She's starting to feel really good. Um, I mean, our goal um, is that she's playing by the time we get to Buffalo. All right, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one question I had um, about the Lehigh game, mm-hmm. which at first started off as a pretty decent game, I would actually yeah. say. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things that you would say went wrong that you worked on during the halftime or even after the game you talked about with the team? Yeah, I mean, the Lehigh game was one of those home games like you wish you could get back. Um, Obviously, the fourth quarter, um, we didn't defend. And probably the part that we talked about the most was we allowed their two best players to really just kind of carry them through that game. You know, those two kids had, you know, 80% of their points. Um, So we didn't do a good job scout specific on those two players, uh, which is obviously something that we worked on. Um, So that was a little bit disappointing. Um, And we just, you know, the fourth quarter, it got away from us. That's why, you know, the Navy game was so big because we really locked in um, those following two days in practice to kind of correct some of the reasons why that happened and just get our connection back on track. And I, I think we did a good job in practice those two days and, and it carried over. So hopefully that's going to start, you're just going to start to see some consistency on that level. Uh, looking ahead to St. Joe's, what mm-hmm. does our team do well? Uh, well, they're eating no, so they do a whole bunch well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? They're, um, they're physical. They're big. Um, they're obviously playing with a lot of confidence. You know, I always like to say well, we have an advantage in some games because we have a fifth-year point guard who knows mm-hmm. what she's doing. They have a six-year point guard. So they, you know what I mean? So you, they have a, a player that leads them um, and has been doing it for six years. So, yeah, they, they do a lot of stuff really well. They're big. They're strong. They're going to be physical with us. Their guards are good. You know, it's definitely going to be a game of execution on both sides for both teams. Um, we know St. Joe's pretty well. Obviously, I work there. My niece work there. You know, so we're very in tune with, with some of the things that they like to do. But it will definitely be a very physical game. Uh, it's a game, you know, you have an 8-10 opponent who's undefeated coming to you on your home floor. Um, so it's a great opportunity. It's a really great opportunity. So these two days in practice um, in preparation is going to be key to put us in the most successful spot to take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, and Katie Jakata is one of the top mm-hmm. players in the Philadelphia Big Five. So what's your game yeah. plan to try to slow her down? Yeah, I mean, Kay's a great player. Um, you know, I've been watching her, obviously, for many, many years. You know, you, you got to kind of, we got to try to kind of keep her thinking a little bit, you know, change things up as much as we can, be very disciplined with, you know, when she does pick up her dribble, what she likes to do going left, what she likes to do going right. Um, she's very patient, great footwork, um, great change of pace that you can't fall asleep on. You know, as soon as you do, she's going to throw a dime down low or she's going to, you know, make a nice up and under mover for herself. 
Uh, the Bronx are shooting a lot more threes. Mm -hmm. Is that where you want to be, or do you prefer a mix of down low and mid range? Yeah, um, honestly, yeah, we, we, we've probably taken a couple too many these last mm -hmm. couple games. You know, it, it's funny because it's like the Navy game, like they were good shots. I mean, sometimes it's probably a little bit earlier than we want. We still have two of the better shooters in the league, you know, and so it's hard. It's, it's a tough balance, you know, because when, when mix in rhythm, when Jess is in rhythm, I'll take that, you mm -hmm. know, but there's also, you know, feel for the game. There's also, um, you know, time and score. There's also um, what we talk about a lot is, you know, make people guard us, you know, like let's not let's not settle and make it easy for them. You know, we've, we've mm -hmm. run a lot of screen action. We run a lot of back ends, you know, and there's a point in time when you've just got to pound the ball inside and you've got to run your stuff and make people guard you. So it, it, it is a delicate balance. There's no question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know you like to said that you like to work inside out, you know, mm -hmm. and are you worried that taking this many threes stops from utilizing some of those better, bigger guys yeah. that we have down in the paint? Yeah, I mean, I think Navy, we started off that way. I mean, if you look at Vic's numbers, um, they're really strong. Got the ball to her really well. She just unfortunately got in foul trouble, which is yeah. the reason why her minutes were low. So I think that was the game plan going in there and, and the more confident that Vic um, gets and, and the stronger that she's posting, the easier it is going to be for our guards to get her the ball. Same thing with um, with Rafi. We've had a couple, you know, put some games back to back. I think she's been our leading scorer the last two games I think. You know, and then obviously Tony getting more comfortable in there too because the three of them I believe are scoring threats inside. So again, I think it's a connection. I think it's a comfortability. I think it's a want, you know, and I think it's just finding that balance for us. After this game, the team's going to have three straight road games. Mm -hmm. So What's the team doing to prepare for the long road trip? Well, I mean, I think the first thing we got to do is, you know, this week, two obviously top-notch opponents with St. Joe's and then going Big East up you know, the road to play Seton Hall. And you got exams. Mm -hmm. um, so you have exams at the same time you're getting ready for your Buffalo trip, which is always a difficult trip for the year. Um, so we've got to make sure that we get through this week. We've got to make sure that we are prepared for exams. Um, balance that study time, exam time with a great week of practice going into your first two MAC games. So that's obviously a huge weekend for us. So I think it's just piece by piece. You know, get through these two games, get through exams, um, you know, get a couple days off to get our legs back, get focused on academics, um, and have three to four really good practices heading up to Buffalo. Yeah, and St. Joe's, they like to limit their opponents to only around 10 or so assists a game. So yeah. how heavily is Amanda Mobley going to be used with facilitating the ball? Yeah, well, that's Amanda's game. You know, I mean, she, she's going to do what she does, and she's going to try to put her teammates in the most successful situations. You know, I anticipate St. Joe's trying to maybe limit her touches um, or have somebody else bring the ball up for us, which we'll be perfectly fine with. But I think that Amanda's going to be able to get into their defense a little bit and make them think a little, which I think will be good. Um, they do like to switch screens a lot, you know, particularly guard to guard. Um, so we might be able to create some mismatches with Amanda's pace as well. And so St. Joe's, you know, mm -hmm. undefeated. So what must the Bronx yeah. do to deliver their first? loss well we talked about it this morning in practice i mean if you're if you're playing an undefeated team you, you have no margin for error um you have no room for my bads or mistakes you just don't if you want to beat them you know and, and then the next thing that goes into it is you know we have two days of practice to get ready for them those two days of practice the preparation has to be on point you know scout has to be on point kyp has to be on point like i said you just you can't get away with a mistake against a really really good team and, and that's really what we're up against do we have to play an absolute perfect game to beat st joe's no we don't but do we have to play a really good game and limit our, limit any mistakes or extra possessions that we give them. Yeah, that's what we're going to have to do. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, mm -hmm. Any final comments, Ben? Nope. All right, well, we wish you the best of luck this Wednesday against St. Joseph's, and uh, we can't wait to see you there. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Nassau Park, Princeton. What better way to cool off than with a refreshing drink from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Made with only the freshest fruits and veggies, Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Princeton will always hit the spot. Start or end your day with a classic flavor like Sunrise, Sunset, or Island Green. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's impressive menu keeps it fun and flavorful with flatbreads, wraps, quesadillas, bowls, salads, and sides tailored to your taste. Dine in, take out, or order in. For the whole crowd with catering services at tropicalsmoothiecafe.com and online orders using the Tropical Rewards app. Experience Tropical Smoothie Cafe not only for the amazing food and refreshing drinks, but also for the relaxing atmosphere, hospitality, and tropical fun. The closest Tropical Smoothie Cafe to Ryder University is at 645 Nassau Park Boulevard in Princeton. Get a taste of healthy happiness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Vocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Vocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Vocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Vocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Vocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue. Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza, pizza done right. 77 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky Zone, everyone is free to have fun like a little kid. With 12 different attractions and specialized programs, Sky Zone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress-relieving experience ever. Play to your strengths. Try Sky Zone's Air Court, Parkour Blocks, Ninja Warrior Course, Free Jump, and more. The best part? Everyone is welcome. Glow all out every Friday and Saturday night at Glow with Laser Lights, Glow Lights, and a live DJ. For more information and to learn more about Sky Zone Hamilton, Mercer County's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility, it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. The national anthem has concluded, and the ladies are taking their place on the court. Welcome to your home for Ryder women's basketball, right here on WRRC2. Hurry, there's not a moment to lose. Grab a seat and turn your volume up as we transition back to Owen McCarron, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for today's game, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Oh my goodness, that is great to be back. I love basketball. Uh, so do I. Starting the introduction of the teams now. Guys, everyone's personal opinion. What are you expecting to see out of today's game? I'm expecting to see a lot of defensive intensity out of Ryder here. You know, it's going to be very key to this game. You got an amazing team, haven't lost. You got to show them some fight early on. Got to get out early and, you know, 
do what they've done good late, but do it early now. Yeah, they got to be aggressive. You know, we saw the warm-ups, you know, the, the, the Hawks were making their shots. But, you know, that's some warm-ups. So obviously they're exactly. going to make their shots. So the Browns need to pressure them. They need to get a hand in their face. They need to be quick. They can't be lazy because the Hawks, 8-0, they're going to capitalize. Yeah, and obviously you cannot give them any time to spare as well. Every second out there on the court, you got to be doing something to shut them down. Mm -hmm. You're giving them any type of free space. You know, when you're an ain't no team, you obviously know what you're doing here. Yep. I think something's going to be very key as well is get those shooters going early. You know, we've got two, three very good shooters on this team, and Michaela Fireball, Jessica Schiffer, and Maya Hyacinth. Got to get them going early, get them some good looks. Yeah, definitely want to get some good momentum out of those guys. I mean, they, they've been shooting great their last couple of games here. Yep. I mean, Ryder's going... 34% from the three-point uh, for their field goal percentage there. So let's just hope they can uh, keep continuing to rise that throughout this game and the rest of their season and uh, get the momentum going early because when our shooters get started late, we, we tend to stand no chance towards the end of the game there. So better you know, better start of the game than ever. Exactly. As you see the Ryder team getting introduced right now, we've got Rafael Toussaint, number 13, popping up on that screen, an amazing player. Well, she's one of my favorites. Here we go, Victoria Toomey. Yep, she's had, yeah, uh, Toussaint, she's had a couple double-doubles this year. I love seeing Victoria Toomey down there on the bottom. I mean, she just does an absolutely dominant job in the paint. Here's PG1, PG1. Amanda Mobley. Amanda Mobley. We're going to need her today. Yeah, she does some impressive stuff out there on the court. Yeah, her experience is very important. Jessica Schiffer. Yeah. Definitely, again, as we said, one of the shooters you're going to want to get going real quick. And if she's not one of them, this next girl is Michaela Fireball. Michaela Fireball leading the MAC conference in three-pointers made. Of course she is. Michaela Fireball. Incredible player. Yeah, and Maya Hyacinth, she's leading the MAC in uh, three-point percentage, so. Maya right here. The Bronx are holding up their stereotype of being the best three-point shooter, shoot, three best three-point shooting team in the MAC. I think what is a little sad to see is how slow of a start they did have getting that three ball to land, mm -hmm. especially when going all the way back to the exhibition game. You saw how dominant they can be. Yeah. And I think that's why they hold the title. I think that's why the title still reigns on them. But with the games they've had, it, it, it's, it is a little hard to see that. We can be a very dominant three-point shooting team, and we can also be a very dominant team in the paint there. Again, got to get that momentum going quick, quick and early. Quick and early is how we're going to win these games. You know, not trying to, you know, climb ourselves out of the hole we dug. I like that. Start off aggressive. This is how we see this game about to get started here. We've got Santa Claus Age of the Bronx on our right and the St. Joseph's Hawk that never stops flapping his wings. Don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, he was staring right at us the entire national <laughs> yeah, anthem, he, just flapping his little wings away. I think he might have some issues with Owen there. He's giving him a nice stare down. Yeah, he, he's probably hearing what we're saying. You know, we're mocking <laughs> his costume. We're mocking his movement. As here we are. Both teams huddling right now, getting ready to take half court for the tip-off. And looking at Fireball's numbers, she's averaging about, ooh, she's doing really good. 90.367%. She's shooting pretty well for the first start of the season here. Maybe in three and four. If we can get, break it even here, go four and four, that'd be really good for the Bronx. Yeah, we need to get back to 500 before we get into Mac play because that's when you can really start to fall behind in the standings. Yep. As it looks like Talia Brugler and Victoria Toomey are going to be taking the tip off right here to start this game. Just getting set right now. Ref about to come in here and throw that jump ball, fellas. We're just about getting started. Here we go. Let's see if the Bronx can pull off the upset. Here we are. Let's see it. Bronx versus Hawks. Here's the tip off. Tip off goes to St. Joe's. Number 14, Katie Jacot bringing up that ball. 
Kick it to number four, Lars Ziegler. Ball around that right wing. Talia Brugler, their leading scorer with the ball down low. To number four, that's good. Lars Ziegler if it gets the first bucket of the game. That's a good dish for their first bucket right there. You know, nothing too far. Passes right in front of each other. Gets them an easy bucket. As yeah. PG1, Amanda Moby kicks the fireball. Right now, Rafael Tucson with that ball top of the key. Victoria Toomey with that ball on the right wing. Kicks it to fireball. Fireball trying to get a screen, maybe get a shot up. She throws up the three. Just off. Rebound St. Joe's. We like that look, though. Try to get Michaela Fireball hot and ready to go early on in this game. Not yet, though, but I have a good amount of confidence she'll get it go. As Katie Jakal is pushing that tempo. Looks like Talia Brugler is calling for that ball in the post against Toomey. She drives in. Reverse layup. That's off. Rebound Amanda Mobley. Yeah, great defense there by Victoria Toomey. Really making sure that all she does is move her feet, keep her hands up. Not, you know, don't want to bring her to the line. Mobley dishing it to Michaela Fireball, top of the key, back to Mobley on that right wing, which is calling for a little play here for Jessica Schiffer. Jessica Schiffer has that ball top of the key, tries to get it downloaded to me, but it's passing lane is blocked. Mobley will kick it to Schiffer on that left wing, pump fake by Schiffer, screen by Toomey, nothing giving. Toomey gets that ball low post, back and down, three-pointer by Rafael Toussaint. Oh, just bounces out. Yeah, you love to see how confident Tucson is with taking that three-point when she is wide open, of course. Yeah, we've seen a lot of Tucson shooting threes. As here we've got Lars Ziegler dishing it. Ooh, good shot by her mid-range. 4-0 lead St. Joe's. As Rafael Tucson's shoes untied. Take a yeah. little second break right here. This is a necessary break. Yes. You I don't like wanna, it. You don't want to be tripping on the court. Basically a little free timeout right here. A nice veteran play by Rafael yeah, we'll Tucson. We'll yeah, take she that. tripping. We, yeah. take, we take those. There you go, Amanda Mobley. Pushing the tempo a little bit after that little break for Tucson to tie her shoe. Fireball has that ball. Kicks it to Toomey. Top of the key. Pump fake. Yeah, not really respecting that jumper right there. Yeah, Toomey's not one of those players you'll see taking threes that often. Fireball did a little step back move. Toomey pump fakes a three again. Kicks it to Schiffer on that right wing for three. It's in. Count it. Jessica Schiffer. Exactly what we expected for. Way to start off this game hot, Jessica Schiffer. Going to need a lot of those. 4-3. Hawks leading the Bronx here early by one point. Talia Brugler getting fed this ball in the first couple of possessions. She'll kick it back to that left wing. The three-pointer's up, and it's good. Absolute money. You know, as a man of Mobley, there's really not much you can do over there on, on the defensive end. You know, you're, you're standing in front of her, you got your hands up, and there's not much else you can do without drawing the foul. Yeah, Emerson Davini with that three-pointer. As we see Jessica Schiffer kicking to the top of the key, the fireball. She pump fakes. Amanda Mobley with the ball, top of the key, takes that screen from Tucson. Dishes it to Ooh. the left corner to Schiffer. Nice Beautiful pass. pass. Oh. Just off, can't finish the play. Really great, really great dish there by Amanda Mobley going all the way across the baseline. Katie Jacot driving in. We'll dish it out to number 21, Mackenzie Smith. Another three-pointer by Emerson yeah. is good. Emerson Davini, two three-pointers here early. 10-3 lead Hawks. Yeah, St. Joe's is doing a great job of moving that ball around, really spreading out the Bronx. Mm -hmm. Seems like uh, they're getting a little bit too disoriented here, giving too many of the St. Joe's players a lot of space here to take those shots. This here, Mobley will slow it down a little bit, kick it to right to Tucson, back to Mobley, dishing it down low to Toomey, a little bit of an errant pass right there, it'll be a turnover as Mobley puts her finger up saying, my bad. Toria Toomey can't handle the ball cleanly, try to get down low there. Here we are, see if the Bronx can finally get a defensive stop right here, Katie Jacob bringing up that ball. I think one thing you don't want to do here if you're the Bronx is push the tempo. Yeah, Talia Brugler right here getting fed that ball, like I said. As she'll shoot it, and that's off. Mobley fighting for that board. Good effort as Michaela Fireball will come down with it off the tip from Mobley. Yeah, definitely did the, the defensive stop that we needed. Yeah, Bronx are going to need a bucket here. Here we go, Mobley kicking it to Schiffer. Top of the key. She's double teamed. 
tries to dish it down low to Toomey, but that's kicked off of Katie Chakot's foot. We'll have a nice little inbound player here. See if they can draw something off the inbound, Bose. Yeah, I definitely think rushing with, with a team this good isn't going to get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. You're prone to more mistakes when you're trying to push that tempo, especially if it's not something that you, you know, your usual play style. There it is, Mobley kicking that ball to Fireball. As they're going to call it, travel on Fireball. Wow. A little bit of a rough break right there for the Bronx. Yeah, the Bronx are going to need a stop here. You know, the Hawks are already up seven, and they've been making their shots. They've been passing the ball very well, so the Bronx can't afford to make these early mistakes. Yeah, a lot of early mistakes here as we see Katie Jacot bringing up that ball. Protecting that ball, bringing it up. Good defense by Schiffer. As you see Talia Brugler with that ball. Really the primary ball handle. The great pass to Katie Jacot. Back out to Brugler, floater. It's good. Wow, amazing ball movement by the Hawks. Yeah, they're really targeting getting down low instead of shooting the three. And the Bronx are kind of doing vice versa. As Owen, it seems like they're not listening to you. Still pushing this tempo, the Bronx are. As you see Schiffer not being able to get anything going. Mobley with that ball. Calls for the screen from Toomey. And she gets plucked. That's Talia Brugler. They don't call a foul. That's a foul on Schiffer. Oh, a little bit of hard contact right there. Ball rolls directly our way. Yeah, see, again, one thing, again, when you're pushing the pace like this on a team this good, you know, they're, they're going to have a lot more time to sit back and rise. You know what? Let them make the mistake. You know, if yep. they, they want to push the pace, and it's not how they usually play, because we play a good game when we play slow, and we call the plays, and we get us those good looks. Right now, we're, we're holding on to a thin line right now. Completely, and that was a... A nice hard foul there by Jessica Schiffer. She really got her money's worth on that foul. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she saw, you know, the, the Hawk did it to her teammate Amanda Mobley. So, She's know. got that European blood in her. Put yes. her in rugby. Yeah, give it a little That's back. Right. That, <laughs> that German toughness, you might say. She one some, might say, yeah. Some say a, <laughs> some of their own medicine. <laughs> <laughs> As now we see Emerson DeVinny inbounding that ball. She'll kick it to Katie Jacot. Katie Jacot and Brugler, primary ball handlers in this game. As Jacot looking to dish it to Brugler. Brugler has that ball near the free throw line. Shot is up by number four. It's off. She gets her own rebound, Laura Ziegler. Kicks it out to number 21, Mackenzie Smith. Mackenzie Smith looking to get something going. The shot by Brugler. It just rims out. Rebound fireball. Yeah, great defense by Amanda Mobley. All you got to do is put up a hand in the face. That's all you got to do in today's game. So we see Mobley feeding that ball to Schiffer. Fireball has the ball top of the key. Toomey. Playing a lot at the perimeter today, as we see. Fireball yeah. with that ball. Nice little jab step. She's being double teamed at the top of the key. Not letting her get any space. Toomey with that ball in the low post. Does her best to keep Olajuwon impression, but it's off. Rebound, St. Joe's. Yeah, St. Joe's is just such a crafty team. And I mean, you see their player movement, their ball movement, the moment they hit offense. Like, they mm -hmm. are in every possible passing lane. And they're doing a great job of getting the ball around right now. Riders going to have to figure out how to take away all those passing lanes. As here we see Mackenzie Smith with that ball on the right wing. Mobley Gardner, a little bit of a size disadvantage there for Ryder. Emerson Deveni with the ball. Now we see Brugler with that ball in that left corner, guarded by Toomey. Kicks it to Katie Jacot. Backdoor cut by Brugler. She misses Ooh. the layup. Mobley pushing that tempo again, trying to get something going. As she'll slow it down a little bit. Three from Tucson is off. Three-pointers not falling early for Ryder. Not a shot I think she should be taking right there, especially with the situation we're in right now, being down 3-12. You're going to want to get the ball to some of our better shooters there. Yeah, got to get some easy looks. Pump fake by Mackenzie Smith. Dishes it down low to Brugler. Brugler, they don't call the foul. That's great defense by Rafael Tucson and Amanda Mobley. Yeah, just to revisit that Tucson play, you know, the Bronx are young. They're pushing the momentum down the court with Mobley. They definitely could have gotten a better look. That's yeah, looked yeah. Like a rough shot from I Tucson. think just because you want to be able to push the pace and you want to be able to come back from this, you know, 
12 to 3 is not a good place to be within literally the first half of the first period. You know, only mm -hmm. four minutes down, just about. You're not going to want to be giving the ball to those people who, you know, can't get you those deeper looks right there. Yeah, a little bit of a rough start here for the Bronx, but good news is plenty of time left. We'll be right back shortly with Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club inside the Hyatt Regency, Princeton. Audrey Hepburn once said, laughing is and will always be the best form of therapy. And that's what Catch a Rising Star Comedy Club intends to do. Provide therapy through comedy and deep belly laughs. The original world-famous comedy club, Catch has been synonymous with the best names in comedy for more than a quarter century. Their performers have appeared on BET, Showtime, Comedy Central, and more. Whether you're looking for a great date night, girls' night out, or solo laughs, Catch a Rising Star is guaranteed to meet your comedy needs. Looking to host your next celebration or event and in need of group tickets? Catch a Rising Star has that covered too. For tickets and more information online, it's catcharisingstar.com. You'll laugh so hard, it will hurt. There are four great comedians this weekend at Catch a Rising Star. See Gerald Benford, Vishnu Vaka, and John Franklin on Friday, December 9th at 8 p.m. Plus Buddy Fitzpatrick and John Franklin on Saturday, December 10th at 7.30 p.m. at the Hyatt Regency, Princeton. For tickets and more information, it's catcharisingstar.com. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by PJ's Pancake House with locations in Lawrenceville, West Windsor, Robbinsville, Ewing, Kingston, and Princeton. PJ's is the hot spot for all things breakfast. They've been committed to bringing you the best pancakes since 1962. But if you thought that was all PJ's had to offer, well, they're not just breakfast anymore. Along with a carefully curated breakfast menu available all day, PJ's Pancake House has expanded the menu to include lunch and dinner. Grab a drink, order lunch or dinner, and even a dessert from the ever-expanding menu, including artisan flatbreads, sliders, Texas toast, grilled cheese, tacos, and dinner classics. The next time you pop into PJ's, try 1077 The Bronx Bowls and tell us what you think, because proceeds benefit us. And PJ's Pancake House just keeps growing. Check out PJ's seventh location coming soon to Hamilton. Start your day with breakfast, then end your day with happy hour and dinner at the perfect pancake place, featuring comfort foods for the whole family. PJ's Pancake House, more than pancakes. To see their menu online, it's getforky.com. 1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is my high sim card for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. We're back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Here we are back at this game. You see Julia Neustrom just came in the game. She'll shoot very quickly. That's off. Rebound oh, Brugler. Nice put back. Doing her best taps impression right there. She puts it right back up. 14-3 lead St. Joe's. That's yeah. pretty good put back there. Yeah, definitely moving quick to St. Joe's. You know, they get the shot up quick and they get the layup. Yeah, not where Ryder wants to be right now, ideally. Down by 11 at this point in the game. Trying to get something going. Fireball getting doubled off that screen. We'll kick it to Rafaela Toussaint. Schiffer with that ball in the left corner. They're really switching well on these screens, St. Joseph's is. And that's another steal for St. Joe's. As no, Rafaela Toussaint's fighting for it. Tries to kick it out. Nothing given there. I think they're going to call that a jump ball, I believe. As they will. Yeah, great job by Toussaint there. Doing everything she can. You know, when you're down by when you're down by this much at this point in the game, again, that, that defense is going to be everything. So... Props to Tucson for putting her body out there on the line. Yeah, great hustle right there. They'll give the possession to St. Joe's. As now we see Tony Renee Blanford checking into the game here. She's got the duty of guarding Brugler. As here we are, Katie Jacob bringing up that ball. Schiffer guarding. A lot of off-ball movement here by the Hawks. 
Mara Ziegler with the ball. Picks it to Mackenzie Smith. Back out to Jacot. Jacot has that ball at the top of the key. Great crossover by Mackenzie Smith. Crosses Schiffer, takes it up in the lane. Wow. Beautiful take. Mobley pushing that tempo again. Hasn't really worked at all this game. As now she'll slow it down. Try to get something going. Kicks it to Schiffer at the top of the key. As now Toussaint will post up, back out of that post. Fireball. They're guarding Fireball yeah. very closely. Bronx are struggling to get anything here. Toussaint mid-range way off. Rebound Mobley though, great hustle right there. Mobley trying to get something going here. Yeah, Jessica Schiffer with the only points of the game so far. As Mobley tosses up a prayer of a floater and it's way off. Shot clock was winding down. Just a really tough start here for Riders. 16-3 right now with two to go. Yeah, yeah, definitely gonna have to figure out how to get those looks earlier without you know the pressure of the shot clock in mind. Yeah. If you can get down there and get comfortable attacking St. Joseph's, I think you know we, we can play a pretty strong uh, game of the, uh, offense here. As now we see number three, Emma Bosla checking into the game for St. Joe's. Mackenzie Smith will get a little bit of a breather for them. As Jacob bringing up that ball like she's done for most of this game early on. Getting doubled at half court right now. Jacot looking to dish it down low. Great defense by Blanford as it'll be kicked down to Lars Ziegler. Shot is up and it's good. St. Joe's dominating the paint right now. Yeah, Bronx not doing a lot of defending down low. You know, they're putting up their hands, but they're not exactly waving them around and playing, you know, aggressive defense. They're probably trying to avoid foul trouble here. Schiffer with that ball. Fireball was getting doubled once again. Mobley trying to drive in, doubled off the screen. A little pump fake by Toussaint as they'll call a foul. Okay. Wonder, wonder if that's on the floor or a shooting foul. It looks like it might be a shooting foul. As no, they'll call it on the floor. Mobley will be inbounding. As now we see Emerson Deveni checking back into the game. Pass to Fireball, she puts up a prayer of a shot, oh. it goes in, there you go. Yeah, great job there by Fireball, good look. Finally great, another great basket. inbounding play. <laughs> yeah, we need some type of momentum shift here for the Bronx and hopefully that can work for us. Here we see Emerson Deveni with the ball, two threes here early on in this game. As Juliana Strom loses that ball, another three by Emerson Deveni is up, and this time it's off. Brugler fighting for the board, but Jessica Schiffer will come down with it. Got a little bit of a fast break opportunity here. Oh. Ball just gets past the outreached hand. Oh, of Tony Blanford. Yeah, that's one of those plays that you cannot mistake. Yeah. When you get a fast break like that and you get that two-on-one, maybe even the three-on-one there, got to make sure you're catching that pass yeah. right there, put it up. I think Schiffer probably should have taken that by herself. She was kind of, Blanford was kind of fading away a little bit. Yeah, speaking of Schiffer, we got Maya Hyacinth checking for the game for Schiffer. As now we'll see Emerson Deveni bringing up that ball. Dishes it to Brugler. Back out to Julian Strom. And that's down low to Laura Ziegler, and it's good again. Laura yeah. Ziegler having her way in the paint right now. 20 to 5, Hawks. They're yeah. just getting easy look. Oh, a great pass to Maya Hyacinth, and it's good. Wow. Yeah, great An absolute dime by PG1, Amanda Mobley. PG1. My God, that that's, dime. that's how you execute on that fast break right there. I look like Jalen Hurts last week against the Titans. He's <laughs> now seen 26 seconds left in this first quarter. Brugler with the ball down low to number three, Emma Boslett, wow. and it's good. They're getting layups. Yep. The Bronx defense has a lot of holes right now, and the, the Hawks are just filling them. 15 seconds to go in this first. Immobile crossing over into the screen by Rafaela Toussaint. Now Hyacinth will set a screen. Toussaint has that ball left corner. She's trying to drive in, pull up midi, count it. There she is, Toussaint's first make of the game right now. And there we are, folks. First quarter in the books. Your Bronx 
currently trailing 22-9 to St. Joe's. We'll be right back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten in part by Thai Chalk Chalk, the official Asian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Want a taste of Asian and Thai cuisine? Look no further than the Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck, a mobile caterer service offering authentic Thai food and Southern-style Thai beverages. Using only the freshest produce, the Thai Chalk Chalk menu features the best Asian cuisine found on four wheels. From veggie steamed rice with chicken to traditional pad thai, for a complete food truck schedule online, try their website at Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck Com or follow them on Facebook to try their drunken dog and chili loaded fries they roll into town. Get a taste of Thai Chalk Chalk fan favorites such as their super hot and spicy drunken noodles, cool and refreshing biscuits tea, and Wan Yen for dessert. Order online to enjoy Thai Chalk Chalk at home or to have your next event catered by their delicious food so everyone can experience Thai Chalk Chalk's authentic dishes. For mobile Thai food at its best, the first choice is always the right choice. Thai Chalk Chalk. Hey, it's forward Sophie Dynches. My family and my Bronx family listen to me make the big shot online on 1077 Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can listen to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Fellas, a little bit of a rough first quarter there. Your Bronx trailing 22-9. There's one stat I just want to point off right off the rip. Bronx, six turnovers. St. Joe's, zero. That's yep. that's the story of that first quarter right there, fellas. Looking at the plus-minus column, the only efficient player is Maya Hyacinth, and she's at zero. She's so at zero. The Bronx are not <laughs> playing efficient basketball right now. You know, they just they just look lost, you know, both offensively and defensively. So I'll be curious to see how quick they can try to turn it around. Yeah, Owen and I were talking during the break. That strategy they had in the first quarter, got to can that. It's not going to work against this team. Yeah, have to can it. Whatever Ryder, whatever Ryder was doing that first period, got to figure it out. And that's not, not great to do it. You know, it, it's still not that bad of a game to come back from, especially since we are, you know, before the second half here. But... Got to figure something out. Got to shut them down on defense, too. I mm-hmm. talked a little bit in the break about that little double screen play. They, they know how to get space. Yep. And Ryder just has to figure out how to close it up. Got plenty of time to go here as your Bronx will get that ball. Start off this second period. Mobley bringing up the ball. Guarded by Deveni. You see Tucson with that ball near the top of the key. Fireball. Getting guarded really tight tonight. Hyacinth trying to get something going. That's a foul. That one, one thing I also want to point out about St. Joseph's, um, when, they're on our, when they're on our scoring side, or their scoring side, when, on, when they're on offense, they love to do this little lob pass where they'll have somebody right up on our defender, and then they'll just come up and cut back and lob it to them, and they keep nailing those layups all, all game. As we see Mobley with the ball kicking into Hyacinth. Fireball getting guarded like white on rice by Julian Estrom, as oh. that's a steal turnover fireball. Deveni pushing the tempo. Great oh. steal by Fireball right back. She'll kick it to Mobley. 
Won't be bringing up that ball. And slow it down. There it is. Slow it down. Rafael Toussaint's wide open. Doesn't pull a little bit deep right there. As fireball doubled off another screen again. We've seen that here early on. Mobley trying to drive in right here. Will kick it to fireball in that left corner. Guarded by Deveni. Blanford with the ball down low, and that's oh, called a travel. Oh, my God. Blanford did not like that call, and neither did I, fellas. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't see that. I saw a crab dribble, and that is basic fundamental basketball right there. Yeah, it's a big waste of a good turnover by the Bronx, by Michaela Fireball. Had all the momentum to try to shift it, but the possession just comes up as another turnover. As we see Schiffer checking back in. Riders first time back on defense, adopting the man-to-man -man here. Minute into the second period, still looking for our first bucket from both teams. There right it here. is. Let's see. We've got Jaden Walker in the game, first we're seeing of her. As Jacot, Jacot has the ball. Right now, number four, Lars Ziegler kicking it to Deveni. Deveni driving in, she'll put it up. That's off, rebound Ziegler, and she gets fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Really? I didn't see a lot there. I didn't see much. I saw Toomey still on the ground the entire time. Might have, might have jumped a little bit. Yeah, not a lot of contact there, but I guess, you know, with how much success St. Joe's had in that first period in the paint, maybe you ought to be a little more aggressive playing defense mm -hmm. in that paint, fellas. Definitely, but the last thing that you do want to do with that aggressiveness is send them to the line. Of course not. As here we are. Ziegler with her first free throw is up. Count it. Our first points of the second period come about a minute 10 into the second. 23-9 game right now. Hawks leading the Bronx. It's getting loud here in the Lumini Gym. Second free throw up. Two for two. Yeah, I mean, she shoots nearly 100% from the free throw in her entire career so far. So As now we're seeing a full-court press by the Hawks. Oh, wow. And you'd wonder why when it's 24-9. And that's a steal by the Hawks. And they're going to say that Toomey fouled her on that steal. Wow. That full-court press really successful right there for the Hawks. Yeah, definitely a crazy response to being up 24-9. I guess the coach... Really, Coach Griffin of the Hawks really want to add on to that lead. Yeah, Hawks not taking their foot off the gas right now, it seems. As you see Deveni inbounding that ball. Kick it to Jakot, Schiffer guarding. Ball right now on that left wing. As we see a little bit of off-ball movement from Lara Ziegler. As Ziegler will get that ball, kick it down to Deveni in the paint. Deveni trying to look for something, guarded by Mobley. As Ziegler with that ball on the low post, fadeaway jumper. Rims out. Rebound there by Emily Strong, first receiving of her this game. Mobley has that ball on the left wing. Yeah, definitely weird seeing Emily Strong this early in the ball game. So I'm curious to see if they want to run some specific plays. A lot of ball moving right now from the Bronx. Mobley has that ball top of the key, kicks it to Strunk. Strunk looking for something. We'll dish it back to Mobley. Set a nice hard screen. And Strunk is cutting. Great pass by Mobley. Count it. Hey, great bucket by Emily Strunk, especially her first bucket in the game right now. That's what we call a pocket pass by Amanda Mobley. As Deveni bringing that ball up, slows it down, kicks it to Zeal, and now Jacot with that ball left wing, guarded by Schiffer. As we see Jaden Walker trying to drive in, ball back out to Jacot, she'll pull it from three. That's off, rebound, Lars Ziegler didn't box her out. Deveni up with the mid-range, and that rims out. As another rebound by Lars Ziegler, but great hustle by Hyacinth. Great hustle. Great hustle. As Amanda Mobley will get the ball. Hyacinth really fighting for that ball. Mobley pushing the tempo. Loses a little bit of control Schiffer of the ball. Oh, oh, kicks oh, to Hyacinth. Reward the defense. Yeah, as we'll I'll, slow it down a little now. Yeah, I like to see Hyacinth get rewarded with a bucket here. That was yeah, great hustle. Yeah, he got to destroy the ball for that hustle right now. Mobley taking open. her time right now. Top she's of the open key. In the corner. Hyacinth is wide open. Give She'll pull it. Bang! Maya Heisen! Maya Heisen! Great shot by Maya Heisen after incredible defense on the other end. 
As now we got just a 10 point game here, 24-14. Hawks leading. Yeah, Maya Heisen leading the Mac in three point percentage. Give her the ball. Jacot with that ball top of the key. Great defense by Schiffer. Ball to Deveni, who's a dangerous three point shooter in that left wing. As now we're seeing Heisen stepping up. She'll pull it from the top of the key. It's just off rebound Schiffer. The Bronx finally getting some breaks here on defense as you see Mobley slowing down the pace a little bit right here with 6.30 to go in the second. Mobley just crossing half court. We'll kick it to Schiffer. Hyacinth doing a lot of off-ball movement right now. Strunk has that ball top of the key. Schiffer right now, right wing, guarded by Deveni. We'll kick it back to Mobley, screened by Strunk. A little off-ball action for Maya Hyacinth. Trying to get something going. She'll drive in, kick it back out to Schiffer. Schiffer will pull the mini. And you can count Great it. shot, Jessica Schiffer. It's now just a single point lead for the Hawks. 24-16 game right here, six to go. Jacot bringing up that ball, Schiffer guarding full court. Yeah, it's a great soft selection there from Jessica Schiffer. Deveni will kick that ball to the top of the key. The three by Lars Ziegler rims out, but Deveni will that. get the board. Ooh, looks like a little bit of an axe right there, but Victoria Toomey will get a piece of Deveni's eye right there. Nice little smack in the face, but it was definitely unintentional. Yeah, Victoria Toomey, you know, that wasn't intentional. Definitely a scary play, but yeah, we like the aggression. Just trying to go for the ball there. It was a bang-bang play, mm -hmm. and I think that St. Joe's knows that as well, you know. Yeah. Glad to see she's all right, though. Deveni, looks like she'll get a little bit of a rest right now. A lot of subs coming in right now for the Hawks. Yeah, Toomey's already got three fouls in the day, and this happened in the Navy game, but she got into a bit of a foul trouble mm -hmm. there, so definitely not something you want to see. As now we see... The dangerous threat, Talia Brugler back in this game. Guarded by Emily Strunk. Jaden Walker calling for that ball, but it'll go to Mackenzie Smith. Mackenzie Smith trying to drive in. The three-pointer by Julia Neustrom. That's off. Offensive rebound, St. Joe's, and they're gonna call it travel. Bronx ball. One of the first fouls called on the Hawks. Bronx only down by eight now. See if they can cut more into this lead with a good possession here. As Rafael Toussaint back into this game. First we're seeing of Molly Lynch right now, who has the point guard duties, bringing up that ball. Being guarded full court by Jacot. Rafael Toussaint with that ball, top of the key. We'll kick it to Blanford. Blanford back out to Lynch. Lynch fakes that three-pointer, kicks it back to Toussaint. Schiffer with the ball, top of the key. Screen by Toussaint. Nothing given right now. Great defense by the Hawks. Maya Heisen trying to drive in. And they're going to call an offensive foul on the Bronx. Oh, that's a bad look for the Bronx. Trying to cook up something, but maybe a moving screen, maybe? Yeah, just a lot of screens right here in this offense. You know, you're almost seeing, like, maybe six screens per possession right now. Mm -hmm. As here we see full-court defense by Jessica Schiffer returning the favor to Dijakot, who's been playing full-court defense this whole game. Jaden Walker with the ball, sizing up Rafael Toussaint. Ball back out to Mackenzie Smith. She'll distance to Jacot. Down low to Brugler. Great defense by Blanford, though, giving her no room. She's going to make her earn this one, and they call the foul on Blanford. Brugler to the line for two. Hawks heading to the line again. Bronx definitely playing a lot more aggressive down low, but got to trade in them. Trade in that less aggressive scheme to for free throws. Yeah. So. If you're Coach Milligan right there, I don't think you'd be mad at that defense right there by Blanford. You know, Brugler's been having her way early in this game, so, you know, got to make her earn some of these as yeah. Blanford will get a little bit of a rest right now. Emily Strunk back into the game. Yeah, you know what? Anything, any, anything to get that stop there. Let's see. Brugler for the line. She'll break the first one. 
Still a 24-16 game here, 5.02 to go in the second. As let's see if she can go over two from the line. Definitely need a rebound here, LeBron. Got a box out to the best of their ability. Free throws up, and it's good. She'll go one for two, 25-16. Another full court press by the Hawks. As Jessica Schiffer will kick it to Molly Lynch. Somebody's got to be open down the court with this defense. And Maya Hyacinth is wide open in that left corner. She doesn't see her. Molly Lynch really struggling this. She oh. takes a diving tumble. But luckily, she's all right. She gets back up. A great pass. Tucson driving in, and that's just off with a call of foul on the play. They call it an offensive foul. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They're saying St. Joe's was set there in that paint. Yeah, charged charge. by Tucson. Yeah. That was a scary fall that Lynch took right there. Glad she's all right and got up very quick, but that was just suffocating defense by St. Joseph's right there. Yeah, St. Joseph's trying to really do a dominant job here, you know, dominating in that full court press that we saw there. I mean, they've been doing it all second period so far, and they started doing it right at the end of the first period. And it works. It does work. It, it is a tough thing to get by. Props to the Bronx for getting by it just there. Props to Maya Lynch, you know, coming in as point guard. Letting Amanda Mobley rest and doing her job out there, getting the ball past the half. For sure. Still a nine-point game right here. Your Bronx trailing 25-16 to 16 against the Hawks, but looking a little bit better than that first period. We'll be right back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza, 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Yo, Frankie, pizza review time. We're in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, here at DiLorenzo's The Berg. From what I hear, they specialize in a perfect pizza pie recipe passed down through three generations called the Trend Tomato the team at Progressive Veterinary Care is here to provide exceptional care to keep your pets happy and healthy. To make sure humans stay safe, they are offering curbside care. Simply call 609-333-8686. When you arrive for your appointment, a Progress Vets team member will bring your pet into the office to conduct their examination and bring your fur baby back to your vehicle. Payments can be made over the phone. If you're not sure if your pet requires medical attention, you could set up a telehealth consultation via Zoom and a team member can help you determine if your pet needs to be seen. You can order your pet's meds via their online pharmacy at ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. The office is open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday till 1. Though things may be uncertain right now, one thing you know for sure is that your pet will continue to love you unconditionally. For updates and more information about their services, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. This is Amanda Mobley, guard for your Ryder Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 107.7 The Bronx Retro to hear all Ryder women's home games and select road games this season exclusively on WRRC2. You're listening to Ryder women's basketball only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. As what you missed right there, came back a little bit late. Great defense by Emily Strunk on Brugler as she forced the miss. Ryder with possession right now. We see Jessica Schiff with the ball left wing. Maya Heisen's. Good jab step driving in, wide open layup, it's good. That's a great job there by Hyacinth. That's the speed and agility we love from her. Yeah, but that's exactly what you're gonna get from Maya Hyacinth. Jacot dishing it to Brugler. Right now, Ziegler with that ball. Tucson playing great defense, forces her back out to the perimeter. As Mackenzie Smith's calling for the ball in the post, but Hyacinth will force her back to the perimeter. Good defense by the Bronx for here. Spin move by Mackenzie Smith has Hyacinth lost, and that's wow. a good shot by Mackenzie Smith and an amazing spin move by her as well. Uh, it looked like the coaches on the rider bench there were looking for a foul on Hyacinth there. Not on Hyacinth, but 
Who knew what you mean, Ellie? Yeah, we got you. <laughs> Rafael Toussaint with that ball top of the key. Off ball screen by Emily Strunk. Now Emily Strunk with the ball. Molly Lynch doubled off the screen. Hyacinth with that ball top of the key. Nothing giving. She'll do a little pump fake right here. Toussaint trying to drive in. Nothing giving right now. As no, Toussaint forces good. the pass, and it's a turnover stolen by Ziegler. Ziegler Just pushing not a that good tempo. Pass. Jacob with the ball. Back out to Ziegler for three. That's off. Rebound Molly Lynch. Good fight right there. Uh, she'll slow it down a little bit. Three to go here in the second period. 27-18 game. Bronx trailing. Lynch crossing half court right now. Trying to give the Bronx a little bit of a breather after a lot of back and forth. Toussaint dishing it to Schiffer. Near that left corner. Back out to Hyacin. Screen by Strunk. Lynch with that ball right corner. Being guarded by Julian Nestrom. Tucson with the three top of the key, and that's oh, way off. Just the catches person. the backboard. Just not the person you want taking those open threes there. Yeah. Jacob pushing the tempo. Kick it to Brugler. Absolutely wide open. No one in the vicinity. It's good. Tucson is 0 for 3 from three-point range. I don't know where this is coming from, but... St. Joseph's back out to another double-digit lead. 29-18 right now. 2-18 to go. Bronx looking to get something going. Hyacinth with that ball. Molly Lynch ball. Top of the key. Screen by Tucson. She'll cut in. Passing lane is cut off. Hyacinth with the ball back at the top of the key. This was Schiffer trying to drive in right here. She's doubled off that screen. Kick it out to Molly Lynch. Pump fake by Molly Lynch. She's driving in. Hits a little elbow maneuver on St. Joseph's guard. <laughs> and they'll call that an offensive foul. I think that was pretty clear right there, fellas. Yeah, I definitely think so, too. Yeah. I can't even defend that one if I wanted yeah. to. I appreciate the aggressiveness from Molly Lynch there, but... Yeah. And I think Coach Milligan saw that one, too, because now Molly Lynch is currently on the bench. <laughs> As we see, you know, good, good move right there. You know, if this was football, amazing stiff arm. But mm -hmm. Jessica Schiffer right here playing full court on Jacot. Jacot just taking her time coming up the court. A lot of off-ball movement. Mackenzie Smith with that ball top of the key. She runs into Michaela Fireball, and they'll finally call an offensive foul on St. Joseph's. Ryder bench is absolutely... Excited right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's like an inside joke going on because they're really getting a crack out of that. Yeah, they loved that. It was a, it was a nice, nice little turn of events yeah. right there to get that ball back. Yeah, I think it's good that Ryder's finally starting to try and draw those fouls there. I mean, you saw the way she sold that. Mm -hmm. Definitely a good, uh, definitely a really bad foul there from St. Joseph's. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Now Fireball getting rewarded. Kicking it down low to Tucson, and that's nice. good. Great pass by Fireball. Even better layup by Tucson. Yeah, very good look there by Michaela Fireball. Just making it easy for everyone. Jacob nice pushing layup. that tempo. Three-pointer in the corner by Julian Nestrom. That's off. Need it, need it. Rebound St. Joe's by Lars Ziegler. Kicks it out to Jacot. They're going to reset. Brugler calling for that ball, being guarded by Tucson. She'll pump fake that three-pointer. Kick it to back out to Nestrom. Brugler with that ball, guarded by Tucson. She'll post up. And Nothing. they're going to call that a travel nope, as nope. Coach Milligan is doing the travel maneuver as well. Great defense by the Bronx right there. Bruinchez. Bruinchez is checking in. We haven't seen her in a while. Nice to see Bruinchez here. First we're seeing her today. 109 to go in the second period. Nine-point game as Mobley's bringing up the ball. See if Bruinchez will get a touch right here first minutes in the game. Jessica Schiffer crossing the cross court right now. Amazing pass to oh. Tucson, can't get the layup to go, but great pass by Schiffer. Yeah, almost back-to-back -back possessions with a good look, just can't convert. Yeah, Bronx putting up a good fight now, they know what's going on. As Jacot bringing up that ball, kicks it to Brugler. Brugler getting a lot of touches here, I mean, she's one of their best players. As now we see Ziegler backing down Tucson, she'll lose the ball. 
And they're gonna say that Tucson tipped it, but I didn't see that either, and she's kind of arguing that too. Looked like, it looked like she just lost control of the ball right there, Lars Ziegler, but they'll give it to St. Joe's. Yeah, definitely did not see a, a tip off on Ryder's side there. As Ziegler pulled that mid-range, and it's good. 31-20 right now, 33 to go in the second period. See if the Bronx can get into half, maybe decreasing this to a single-digit lead. 25 to go right here. Yeah, but the Bronx can go into the half with a nice bucket here, only down double digits. That will change Whoa. the approach a lot more. Three seconds, separate the shot and game clock. Michaela Fireball with the ball. Dishes to Schiffer. Brunchez setting that screen. Schiffer with the three. Bang! Gets good Schiffer. Count it. Great shot by Schiffer. Four to go right now. Way down. As Jacob's pushing that tempo. Kicks it out to Mackenzie Smith for three. And it's good at the buzzer. What a beautiful shot by Mackenzie Smith. As they say it's good, ref signals. It'll be a 34-23 game at the second period. What a crazy turn of events right there, fellas. Wow, what a quick little six-second play of basketball right there. An amazing shot by Schiffer, an amazing shot by Mackenzie Smith as we'll head into halftime right now. We'll be right back with our little halftime show exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRIC2. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten by Yoka's Food Truck and Catering Services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family-owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high-quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. If you're not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world-class food trailer. Yoka's catering packages can feed an entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's Food Truck and Catering. To see their menu online, it's yoka's.com. That's yoka's.com. 1077 The Bronx. Get those school supplies ready. An all-new radio show and podcast is coming to The Bronx Radio. Pod Save the Teachers is a dynamic new radio show from the College of Education and Human Services, airing every Saturday at 8 a.m. Hosted by Dr. Mark Piercy, Pod Save the Teachers is a monthly look at educational issues, faculty and student spotlights, and a focus on Ryder University's partner districts in New Jersey and around the country. Pod Save the Teachers will feature the best practices, the most important topics both in and outside the classroom, and questions which drive the debate around education in the United States. Brand new episodes of Pod Save the Teachers will also be released on your favorite podcasting platforms the last Saturday of every month. For more information online, go to 1077thebronc.com slash podsavetheteachers. 20 minutes down, 20 to go. This is the Ryder Women's Basketball Halftime Show, exclusively on WRRC2. While the Bronx are in the locker room discussing their plans for the second half, let's toss it back to Owen McCarron, Ben Chenault, and Jared Brito to break down and analyze the first 30 minutes of Lady Bronx action, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. So guys, let's talk. Let's talk some basketball. It's halftime. The Bronx are down 34 to 23. What do you guys think went wrong in that first half? Well, I definitely like that effort there in the second period. You know, first period was a very rough one, getting out to 
giving St. Joe's a very early lead right there, but then, you know, they showed some fight there in the second period, but yeah. St. Joe's, you know, they're 8-0 for a reason. They're fighting right back, so we got a 34-23 game here, but I'm really liking the fight out of the Bronx right now. Yeah, you know, the Bronx, you know, they're staying with them. You know, they're, they're, they don't fade away, you know. They're not going to give up. They're, they're starting to play a lot more aggressive, I've noticed as well. Um, trying to get down low more, um, not allowing the easy buckets. So I'm curious to see what they do offensively because they're kind of lacking in that area with only scoring 23 points. Yeah, I definitely think that the Bronx offense right now definitely is not what we are used to seeing, especially in the games that we've uh, been lucky enough to commentate over. On, on the defensive end, though, I think we're also not doing that good. I mean, it, it's only 34-23. We're only down by about 11 here. And that second period was, although a great period, I think that uh, that first period is going to come back to bite us no matter how hard we continue to fight this game. I think if we want to come back and win this game now, we have to outdo them in every aspect. There, there really is no room for mistake. I mean, yeah, yep. we ran into a couple of foul trouble there. I mean, you got Toomey, one of our best in the paint right now. She's got three on her. And some of our bigger and better bodies, Tucson and um, Tony Renee Blanford, just not in right now. Last year we saw down in the paint were Bruinches and Strunk as well. And they're doing a great job down there, making sure that they get our uh, open threes, or good looks for some of our shooters. But uh, not a lot of usage as well from uh, Schiffer up until the end there. Absolutely amazing performance for her today. Really putting the three-point on, uh, on her back for the team today. Not a lot for Michaela Fireball yet yeah. either. I just was about to say that. She's got two points. You know, that's not going to win you basketball games when your star player only puts up two. We're used to having... Michaela drop about 10 right now. Yeah, and I think that this is something that uh, we are used to seeing with Michaela Fireball, a bit of a slow start, but I don't think we've ever seen her come out this slow. Yeah, not this slow. Yeah, yeah. a lot of double-teaming Michaela Fireball right there in that uh, first half, but there's there's a couple stats that jump off the page to me right here, fellas, as I'm looking at this stat sheet. So one of them being that, so St. Joseph's has is 14 for 30 in that second, I mean in this first half right here from the mm -hmm. field. We're 10 for 18, so that means they have 12 more shots than us. They almost yeah. matched our first half shooting in the first period. They went 10 for 16, we're 10 for 18 in that first half. Yeah, we just aren't getting the looks. We then, are not getting yeah. the looks. And then another one, I mean, this is probably the most key one, which I'm sure Coach Milligan is talking to her players right now about nine turno nine more turnovers than the Hawks. We ha They have four, we have 13. So that's a big discrepancy right there. You know, if you can limit those turnovers, we might be looking at a very closer game right now. Yep. Yeah, definitely an unfortunate sight to see. I mean, we're, we're not exactly a, a known-for turnover team rider. I, I think we usually do pretty good with our ball handling, and I think St. Joseph's is just doing a really good job of being quick, putting a lot of pressure on us, and we're getting a little overwhelmed out there. I mean, we, we knew they'd be a good team. We knew they would come out, and they would be a physical game, but um, I don't think we knew it would be this physical, and they're definitely putting Ryder up to the test right now. Absolutely, yeah. It looks like we, we got to get some. We got to get Jessica Schiffer and Maya Heisen some scoring help here as their leading team right now with eight points and seven points. Next person only has four, and then we got two people with two. You know, just not a lot of scoring right here, as you both mentioned. On St. Joseph's side, we see Lars Ziegler with 12. She's having a very dominant game, especially in the paint, just having her way in that paint against the Bronx right now. And then the ever-dangerous Talia Brugler with seven. You know, she's just been all over the court today. You can just see her presence. Yeah, surprisingly, possession. Katie Jacot not doing that well today. 0 for 2 from both the field goal and the three-point. Hasn't seen the line once yet today. But she's doing an amazing job getting the ball around, you know, facilitating the plays, doing her job as a point guard. So it's just one of those things that you're, we're still going to have to shut down. Yeah, that's what we talked about in the pregame. You know, not not one player is going to, you know, take charge. Um, the, the Hawks have two people, two girls scoring seven, and they have one scoring 12. So the Bronx are going to be scattering all over the court trying to cover those players. Absolutely. And uh, going back to that turnover point that we were just talking about, I see right here, 
points off of turnovers. St. Joseph's has 11 points off of turnovers, and Ryder has two. Now, I'm no mathematician, but okay. if that was reversed right there, it would be a two-point game right now. Right mm -hmm. now, it's an 11-point game. So those turnovers really harming Ryder yeah. in that first half. Yeah, definitely something they're going to have to work on. Just, again, you know, every time St. Joseph's has been down in our paint, they love to do that little double-screen play, which really just... It collides our defenders. It makes them all, you know, all jumbled, and it gives the St. Joseph offensive players a lot more space to get those wide-open looks down in the paint or outside on the key. One of those things you got to adjust. you got to start seeing it. You know, you got to know when it's coming, and you got to figure out how to keep your space so you're not running into your team and be able to lock down their team as well. Absolutely. Owen and Ben, I have one question for you. I want to hear from you both. All right. If you're Coach Milligan right now, what message are you sending to the team right here in halftime? I'm going to say, team... Get your shots. There you go. Um, I feel like they're they're rushing. You know, we we've talked about how many turnovers they have, the travel violations, the charges. Um, they're, like they're just not taking their time with the shot. We saw that Tucson shot. She just threw yep. it up and wasn't even close. So I feel like they should play some more fundamental basketball. For set sure. screens, use their speed, and give the ball to Michaela yeah, Fireball. A little disoriented on some of these plays for sure. Yeah. Uh, Owen, what are you thinking? Yeah, you know what? Just play your game. Player game, you know this. This is not the game that we're used to. We're not used to seeing a, a team that that's the, that is uh, this good out here. But these girls know they're better than that. You know, they they know they have the they have the shooting statistics to say it. You know, they have the shoutouts from multiple different teams and leagues to call them Player of the Week to you know name it as well. So when you got shooters out there, I hope she would talk to Fireball, tell her, hey, lock in, get in your bubble. You know, enjoy the energy, embrace the team around you, embrace the fans. Just. Get into it, you know? It's got to start now. It's got to start somewhere. Two amazing points there, fellas. I'm sure Coach Milligan is relaying these same messages you're saying to the players right now. Let's see if they can do it. we got 6.50 left in this little halftime. We'll be right back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Mental Fitness on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance. Reasons of teen drug and alcohol abuse is peer pressure and self-medication. 46% of 12th graders have been drunk at least once in their life. Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance creates and designs educational programs and events to get the community involved to help members of Lawrence Township adversely affected by alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. Lada is compromised of a Mercer Council on Alcoholism and Drug Addiction whose desire is to help prevent alcohol and drug-related problems. Lada events and programs include the Campfire Boys and Girls programs for elementary and secondary students. If you want to get involved, meetings are held the last week of each month in the manager's conference room at the Lawrence Township Municipal Building. For more information on the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance, its mission statement, programs, and a complete calendar of events, visit the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance page at lawrencetwp.com slash alcoholism and drug addiction. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Purple Cow Ice Cream, Main Street, Lawrenceville. Welcome back to Bronx Breaking News. Today we are investigating the lack of ice cream available to college students. Some people are calling it Ice Cream Again. Terry is live on the scene to give you the inside scoop. Thanks, Ted. We're getting reports that all the ice cream in Mercer County has melted. Wait. This just in. I'm hearing reports that there is, in fact, a place to get ice cream in Lawrenceville. I'm getting reports that it's on Route 206. That's so close to Ryder University. Locals are calling this place a hidden gem and are phoning in to report their favorite flavors. Let's hear what they have to say. There's nothing better than mint chocolate chip any day of the week. I like butter pecan. My favorite is the purple cow at Purple Cow. 
Well, there you have it, folks. The reviews speak for themselves. Purple Cow Ice Cream offers flavors that everybody will love. Rider students, you don't have to tip cows anymore. Instead, you can tip the staff at Purple Cow. This has been Terry with Bronx Breaking News. Ice Cream Armageddon has been averted. Rider students get their ice cream from Purple Cow. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. Merry Christmas. Post failed. Uh-oh. At least he said Merry Christmas, right? All jokes aside, I love my job. It's Heather Batesel here, social media director for 1077 The Bronx and Grow Blondie host on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Tune in this holiday season for all the inside scoop on cuffing season to sending him a Christmas card after agreeing to no contact. From my family to yours, happy holidays and oh, a happy new year. Hi, it's Raffaella Toussaint forward for the Rider Bronx. Before I drive down the lane, I open my 1077 The Bronx Retro app and Google Play to listen to every Rider Women's home game on WRRC2. We're back with more Rider Women's basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. About a minute until we get back into some second half action. All the girls are warming up, making their shots. 
Definitely love that a dialed-in team here for our Lady Bronx. Yeah, seen a lot of three-pointers. Working on that three-pointer here with a minute to go right here, I guess. A little bit of a rough shooting first half from three for the Bronx, trying to fix that. There was some foreshadowing that the Bronx are gonna lean on the three ball in the second half. Seeing some great energy here, led by Amanda Mobley, gathering that team, trying to get them fired up here for the second half. Still got plenty of time, fellas. Anything can happen here. That's true. Yeah, you know what? This is exactly what you want to see out of the Bronx here. You want to see them coming out with a lot of energy, especially when they're down, especially when they're down in the game at this point. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, st you stay positive. This is an 8-0 team, you know. No one thought this was going to be an easy game here, you know. So keeping it to 11 right now, and, you know, that was off of a prayer three by Mackenzie uh, Smith as well. Yeah, that was a big should, shot. Should be a single-digit game right now, but just an incredible shot. You, you got a lot to be confident about, I think, here, trying to make this comeback. Yeah. We see that shot clock winding down, five seconds to go. Almost time for second half action here with Hawks versus Bronx basketball. Yeah, now's the time to get into it, get into it gentlemen. Because I said at the start of the broadcast that I didn't want to have to say it, but we are a second half dominant team. We are. Let's see if they can show that second half dominance right here as St. Joseph's quick to hop on the court. Bronx still having a little bit of a congregation with Coach Milligan here, as now they'll take the court. Looks like we're getting Toussaint, Schiffer, Mobley, Fireball, and Strunk to start this second half. I have every ounce of faith in this team right now. Let's see it. They look fired up. Second half basketball beginning right now. Here's the inbound by Deveni. St. Joseph starts off with the ball. Jacot, he said, struggled in that first half a little bit. We'll kick it to Ziegler, who had a great first half. Ziegler dishes it down low. The shot is up. Oh. That's blocked by Strunk. Great block. block yeah. Great start for the Browns. Moby yeah. with that ball on the left wing. Trying to get Fireball going. Fireball will have the ball right now. Kick it back to Mobley. Looks like Mobley's calling a little play right here. Dishes it to Schiffer, top of the key. Schiffer looking for something. Does a nice crossover. Strunk pump fakes that three. Will go up with a nice layup, oh. and it's good. A nice acrobatic finish right there. Jacot now pushing the tempo a little bit. Yeah, really good finish there by Emily Strunk. That's what you love to see from our from our bigger guys down there in the paint, especially our our fours there. That's absolutely amazing from Emily. Jacot with that ball kicks it to that left corner. Brugler with the ball. Deveni thought about pulling that three a little deep right there though. Mobley Garden. Deveni will try to size her up. Ziegler with the ball mid range. It's good. Yeah, Tucson not really getting in her face there. Just kind of giving her the space. Yeah, Zeke was not afraid to pull that mid-range right there. Mid-range assassin. As now we see Mobley slowing it down a little bit. Calling a play at that top of the key. Moving to her right. As we see a lot of off-ball movement by Fireball. Off-ball screen by Strunk. Fireball has that ball. Might have had an open look right there, but great defense by Jakot. As a very contested pass, but Tucson will come down with it. Gets the loose ball, oh, just misses it. I, she Got pushed the tempo hurt. just a little bit too much there. Yeah. Jakob will absolutely bomb it down court to Ziegler, and it's good. Sorry, that was Brugler with the layup. A great pass by Jakot. Yeah, great pass by Jakot, capitalizing on a great defensive. The shot by Strunk is off. Rebound Mackenzie Smith. Jakot now pushing that tempo. We got a 13-point game here. Jakot kicks it out to Lars Ziegler for three. Off. Jessica Schiffer gets that rebound. Oh, she loses it. Jacot has the ball again. Takes a wide open layup, and it's good. 40 to 25. Yeah, Easy the Bronx layup. are scrambling right now. Letting them pull away is not exactly what we need to be doing at this point in the game. Uh -huh. The Bronx got to get something going right here as Mobley bringing that ball. 
past that half court line. Mai Heisen sitting on the sideline waiting to sub in at the next dead ball. Rafaela Tucson will dish it to Strunk at the right. Sorry, left wing. Shot by Mobley is good. Yeah. Great shot, Amanda Mobley. That, that's a trustworthy look from Amanda Mobley there. Just a confident three-pointer as we see Deveni taking up that ball. Had two threes early on in this game. Hasn't done much since. Ziegler with the ball. Now Mackenzie Smith on that right wing. Kicks it back to Jacot. Jacot dishes down low to Deveni. Post up by Deveni. Blocked by Mobley. Ah. Well, Amanda Mobley is, is doing stellar this, this second half here. Yeah, back-to-back -back great plays from her. And now she's pushing that tempo. We'll slow it down a little bit with Jacot guarding. Deveni hedging that screen a little bit, not giving Mobley any room. Toussaint driving down low, calling for the ball. Now she's back up to the top of key. There's three by Toussaint, wow. just off. Can't get it to fall. Yeah, Again. Toussaint over four now. Jacot pushing the tempo. That's a wide-open look by Mackenzie Smith. She pump fakes, steps back. It's off. Rebound to Venny, though. Lars Ziegler would dish it down low to Brugler, and that's good. Whatever we're having Toussaint do to get her that open three look, we need to swap her for somebody else. As Fireball pulls a contested three, and it's off. Rebound Toussaint, though. Great hustle. Fireball driving in, and yeah. there she goes. Oh, that's a great dish there by oh, Toussaint. Yeah. Meeting Fireball right at the line and allowing her to charge in there for that layup. Yeah, great Hawks pass by Toussaint. really pushing the tempo, and she's fouled on the play. Mackenzie Smith is, but the layup doesn't fall. She'll go to the line for two. Dang, they're going to call that a shooting foul. 42-30 yeah. game right here, 6.23 to go in this third period. First foul of this second half by either team. As now we see some substitutions here. Looking like Maya Hyacinth is in the game. Tony Blanford, Amanda Mobley, and Jessica Schiff will get a little bit of a rest right here. Amanda Mobley having a great second half so far, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. Owen. Yeah, I mean, she's killing it out there as PG1. Doing her job, getting those defensive stops, and the and, you know she's doing great on offense as well. You saw her make that one three there. First free throw is off by McKenzie. It'll stay a 12-point game. Here's the second shot. Alumni Jim is rattling right now, and the second one is good. As Tucson inbounding the ball, another full court press here. We've seen a lot of that from St. Joseph's. Struggling to get past that half court line. The Bronx are as Mobley has the ball right now, pushing the tempo a little bit. Ooh, that's a hard foul right there by Mobley. She looks a little shaken up right there. Mackenzie Smith just stood still, and Mobley went flying. She's on the ground right now, hoping she's all right. Yeah, she's signaled coach with the thumbs up there. She's taking her time yeah. on the court to rest up after that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard fall. It's yeah. a tumble, yeah. A little bit of a cutoff play by Mackenzie Smith right there. Yeah, Hope it wasn't intentional, but... Yeah, I think if Mobley didn't hustle like that, definitely would have gotten that eight-second violation. Yeah, it's amazing hustle by Mobley, putting her body on the line. As now, she'll bring up that ball. She's completely fine, unfazed. Fireball has that ball. Doubled off the screen. Blanford with the ball, top of the key, guarded by Ziegler. Blanford looking to dish it down low, but she won't. She'll dish it back to the perimeter to Fireball. Now Blanford has that ball, top of the key. She's driving in. Very contested layup is off. Rebound Maya Hyacinth, and it's yeah. good. Oh, Maya Hyacinth, amazing job down there, doing her job, getting that rebound and putting it right back up. St. Joe's pushing that temple again. Jacob with that ball right wing will dish it to Mackenzie Smith. Travel. Cannot do that. A little bit of cover right there for that hard foul Mobley, I think. Yeah, Maya Hyacinth, she still has a missed. Yeah, she's doing absolutely stellar this game. And she's one of those players that, you know, we love to see out on the court. Every time she comes on, yep. you know, we're always happy to say her name. Yeah. Great story. It's now with 5.43 left in this third period. We'll see if the Bronx can decrease the St. Joe's lead to single digits with Mobley with the ball. Jacot guarding full court. Mobley tried a great crossover by Mobley. Has Jacot a little shaken up. Is now so dish it to Blanford. Mars 
Ziegler guarding Blanford is now Rafael Toussaint will have the ball, kick it to Fireball. Fireball with a oh. crossover move, she puts it up. Oh, oh, just off. Rebound St. Joe's. Yeah, gotta start grabbing those boards. That I feel like that'll also be a difference maker in this game. As Jakar fumbles the ball, dishes it down low, the ball somehow gets through to Jaden Walker and she'll put that wow. up and it's good. Can't let that pass get through right there, fellas. Yeah, the great pass, but not much you can do when the pass got there. You know, just a layup. All you can do is put your hands up. As Hyacinth has that ball top of the key screen by Tucson. Hyacinth looking to get that ball off. She's stuck in a pit right now. Kicks it to Mobley. Mobley with that ball on the right wing. She'll dribble up to the top of the key near half court to reset. Ooh. Little flop right there by Emily Boslett. Rafael Tucson with the corner three. Just off. Jacot with the rebound. Over five now for Rafaela Toussaint. Yeah, really can't get it to fall. 4.30 to go here in this third period. Jacot has the ball. Dishes it to Jaden Walker in that paint. Jaden Walker will kick it to Lars Ziegler. Back out to Jacot. Now we got Emma Boston with that ball top of the key. Good defense by Fireball. Nothing given right now. Jaden Walker will pump fake the midi. And that's a travel. Yeah. She had an open shot. She didn't take it, which caused her to travel with it. Yeah, a lot of hesitation right there, fellas. It's a 45-32 game. St. Joseph's currently leading against Ryder. 4-12 to go in the third period. We'll be right back with more Ryder women's basketball, exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza. Man, this party sucks. I know, right? Clowns, face painting, it's like they think we're children. Doesn't the host know we're college students? We're practically grown-ups now. Whoa, what's that? I think that's, that's... Yeah, that's DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza Truck. A pizza truck? I, I didn't even know those existed. Look how beautiful it is. The DiLorenzo's Pizza Truck offers tomato pies on the go. You get to pick everything from any pie on the menu and all the toppings. Perfect timing, too. I'm starving. What can I say? Delos the Berg is the word. You can say that again. Delos the Berg is the word. Let's go grab a slice. De Lorenzo's the Berg food truck is perfect for any and all gatherings. Birthday parties, campus events, weddings, graduations, you name it. Share the love with your guests with pizza, rolls, salads, and more. Turn your party upside down and become the hostess with the mostest with De Lorenzo's the Berg food trucks. University's 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Capital Health. When it comes to your health, the world is swirling with information and unfortunately misinformation. COVID-19, cancer, heart disease, vaccinations, masks, childhood development, healthy eating, dieting, and exercising fads. What's the best way to evaluate and separate the truth from all of the myths being floated out there? The answer is Health 411, presented by Capital Health. Every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Dr. Jonathan Karp and his special guests provide truthful health information to expand your knowledge and perspective. From preventative medicinal techniques to personal diet and exercise. Health 411 features candid health that will not only empower you, but inspire you as well. Turn misinformation into helpful information regarding your family's health. Don't miss Health 411 with our doctor, Jonathan Carp, and the medical staff of Capital Health. Health 411 is underwritten by Capital Health. Minds advancing medicine. Capital Health is the region's leader in providing progressive quality patient care with exceptional physicians, nurses, and staff, as well as advanced technology. 1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is Michaela Fireball, guard for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our rider home games and select road games Thank this season on RC and only on WRRC2. You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRC 2 45-32 game right here. St. Joseph's currently leading. 
As we see Toomey coming into the game. First we're seeing her in the second half. Yeah, she's in a bit of foul trouble right now. She definitely has three on her. Definitely going to want to be careful with her, but she does play good aggressive defense. And, you know, if Ryder can start trying to actually draw those fouls instead of just, you know, letting them get away with it, who knows, this could be a game changer. Definitely, as we see St. Joseph's really having their way in the paint again in the second half. So maybe that's why Toomey's in the game now, even though despite that foul trouble. Yeah, the Bronx definitely going to keep her in, being she being their one of their best players to try to get some easy buckets. Schiffer back in the game as well. Mobley here taking up the ball. PG1 duties. A little bit of a miscommunication there, but Toomey will come down with the ball. Mobley trying to find someone open. Everyone's guarding right now. Schiffer will get that ball at the top of the key. Schiffer trying to cross over, get something going. Hyacinth with the ball, guarded by Emma Boslett. Hyacinth trying to drive in, loses the ball, but regains possession. Just pivoting right now, trying to get something going. Shot clock winding down three seconds. We got to get up a shot. One second left. Moby throws up a prayer. It's off. Wow. Shot clock violation. Damn. That's great defense by Emma Boston right there who got the block. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? Props to Mobley. When the clock's run down, you got to try to convert somehow. She did a really good job driving in there. Just couldn't get the look she wanted. So you see Emerson Deveni having point guard duties right now for the Hawks. Dangerous three-point threat. She'll kick it out to Lars Ziegler, who's having herself a game. Guarded by Toomey. Deveni back with that ball. Three-pointers up by St. Joe's. It's off. Rebound Mobley. Mobley really hustling in all sides of the court right here. Jessica Schiffer has the ball, fakes that three-pointer, kicks it back out to Mobley to reset. Fireball. Chilling at that top of the key. Have to think she's getting the ball here soon. She'll set a screen. Maya Hyacinth driving in. She'll try to get the layup to go. Oh. No foul call right there despite a little bit of contact. Mobley with the steal. Great hustle. Got to find someone open. Michaela Fireball trying to drive in. This is the Toomey. And, and there foul. it is. There's there the foul. Is. That's the foul we wanted. Once again, great hustle by Mobley to even get that play possible. And great job by Toomey to draw that contact right there, fellas. You know, and this is, again, I could say it. Every game that we watch, Amanda Mobley is one of the fastest hustling players on our court yep. at all times. doesn't matter the score. It doesn't matter how far ahead or down we are. She's always out there. That's PG1 duties. Just has eyes in the back of her head on offense and defense right there. I don't know how she saw that ball coming her way on the transition right there. As we see Toomey going on line for two right here. That nice left-handed free throw release. First one is good. Second one is up. Nice. And good. Great job, Toomey, there. As we see Schiffer getting a little bit of a breather right here. Rafaela Toussaint back in the game. who's having a little bit of a rough game like we just talked about on the break. 0 for 5 from 3. As we see Deveni bringing up that ball again. She'll dish it down low to Brugler. Brugler to Ziegler. Uh -huh. Almost. Almost, almost a steal, steal right there. there. Deveni has that ball on that right wing. Sizing up. Maya Hyacinth, she'll pull the mid-range. It's off. Ooh, fireball went for the board. Big collision right there, and looks like they'll say rider ball. Good hustle by fireball, but she took a big fall right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely an aggressive team, St. Joseph's. And on, honestly, I, props to them as well, but Ryder has to be able to combat that at all, to, at all points of the game right now. It's finally Amanda Mobley getting a little bit of a break right here from that full-court press. As they'll just get set in the half-court, Mobley just crosses half-court. We'll kick it to fireball. Tucson has that ball down low. She'll put up a prayer of a shot, and it's off. Good hustle by Maya Hyacinth to kick the ball. Fireball with that corner three. It's up, and it's yes. good. Yes. Eight-point game right here with two to go in the third. Ryder climbing back as we see Deveni bringing up that ball. That's what happens when you give the ball to Michaela Fireball. She's going to convert. Julian Nestrone with the ball kicks it to Jaden Walker. Great defense by Rafaela Tucson. Maya Hyacinth trying to catch up right now. To Brugler. Brugler Great blocked. Team. 
by Rafaela Toussaint. Michaela Fireball has the ball. She oh. sizes her up. Oh. And that's. You cannot do that. A great effort by Michaela Fireball. And it looks like Emma Bossler will get the foul call right there. A lot of contact there in the paint. Hey, really good job there for Michaela Fireball. Although I did see Maya Heisen open down in the corner, I do respect her for slowing down the pace, going for that easy two, see if you can draw the shooting foul. She did a great job of doing it. You know, it's much easier to shoot a free throw than it is a deep three. Yeah, so. it take, takes a lot of courage to go up with that ball in the paint with all those people in the paint. Great job by her. She'll go to line for two with 1.45 to go, eight-point game. First shot is up. Off. Remain an eight-point game right now, 45-37. Bronx trailing. Yeah, definitely need at least one here. Second shot to make it a seven-point game, and it's off. 0 for 2 by Michaela Fireball. You don't want to see that from your star player. The Bronx need those easy buckets here in the later stages of the game. And the Bossett bringing up the ball. Guarded by Michaela Fireball. Jaden Walker with that ball in the low block. See Bruger kick it back out to Emma Bossett. Now Deveni with the ball. Screen by Brugler. Nothing given right here. Jaden Walker, ball top of the key. As it looks like Emma Bossett's going to drive in, try to get up a shot. She dishes it down low. It's a great pass, but it's off. Great defense by Ryder. Toomey fighting for the board. She gets it. Trying to draw a jump ball is St. Joseph's, but Toomey won't let it happen. Mobley now pushing that tempo. Dishes it to Fireball in the corner. The three is up. It's off. Great, great hustle, yeah, by, great hustle Heisen. by Heisen. But Jaden Walker will get the board. She's doing everything she can out there to make sure that we try to get these defensive rebounds. Clock winding down here in this third period. 50 seconds left to go. Crowd chanting defense as Deveni is bringing up the ball for St. Joe's. Running to that left wing. Guarded by Maya Hyacinth. Now Emma Boston with that ball. Alumni Jim is shaking right now. The drive by Boston. Wide open oh, layup. Easy. She misses wow. it. Wow. That's a tough lucky, miss. Lucky break for the Bronx. As Michaela Fireball gets snuck up on from behind by Emma Boston. And it'll remain St. Joe's ball. As the shot clock and the normal clock. Yep. Shot clock turned off. 20 seconds to go here. Looking like Deveni will just let this shot clock wind down. And St. Joe's will take the last shot of the third period. Shot clock at 10. Deveni with that ball near the left hash of the half court. Six seconds left. Five. Four. Deveni dribbling. Defense by Toomey. Three. Two. A prayer by Deveni. Way off. Not sure what that was. Yeah, that was the best you can do. That was not the best yeah. shot selection. Not sure about that. I'm sure the coach of St. Joe's is mad for not, yeah. for Deveni not passing the ball right there. Definitely could have gotten a better shot selection than that. Yeah, 0.3 seconds right here. Not sure you can get up a shot right here. And hey, we've seen it done on our end before. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, let's see what happens. So you see Jacot inbounding the ball. See what can Just happen don't here. Let him get here in the paint. Yeah, that's off 45 37 game heading into this last quarter here folks Ryder currently trailing by eight we'll be right back with more Ryder women's basketball exclusively on 1077 the bronc retro wrc2 master your finances on 1077 the bronc is underwritten by certified wealth management and investment princeton in a society that runs on money you need to know and understand what's happening with yours certified wealth management and investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish
establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. When you listen to Bronx basketball this season on 107.7, the Bronx Red Train, you score big. This is Power Forward, Tony O'Neill. You can find WRRC2, my tune, as easy as I find my shot doing it. We're back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7, the Bronx Retro, WRRC2, as the fourth, fourth period. About to get underway here. What are we thinking about that last period we just played, guys? Yeah, I think that was their best period of yeah. basketball so far, fellas. Yeah, without a doubt great just executing really well playing defense getting those stops not having so many turnovers looks like whatever coach Milligan said at halftime is working yeah they really they I think they definitely did try to shoot the three ball a lot more we yeah, they saw, were definitely trying to get their looks yeah we saw a fireball knockdown one we saw Mobley knockdown one so they're gonna try to cut into that lead a lot more without trying to play some small ball because we might run out of time if we try to do that. Here we go, fellas. It's do or die time now. Fourth period getting underway. Ryder ball to start this one off. Eight-point game, 45-37. Jessica Schiffer inbounding this ball. To PG1, Amanda Mobley. And here we go. Fourth period underway. Mobley bringing up that ball, guarded by Deveni. Mobley pushing the tempo a little bit, giving fireball the ball, a little handoff play. Schiffer has that ball, left wing. Trying to dish him down low, nothing given. Should get the ball to fireball. Fireball pump fakes, tries to drive in, kicks it to Tucson. Tucson fumbles, gets it, and it's yeah. in. Yep, great put up by Tucson there. A six-point game now. As you see, Jacot bringing up that ball for St. Joe's. Guarded by Schiffer. Schiffer locked in right now, not giving Jacot any space. As you see, Brugler with that ball down low. Excuse me, Ziegler, and oh. Ziegler's shot is good. Yeah, That's not much you can do there. Great defense by Tucson. Here we see Mobley taking a little bit of time right here, trying to get the Bronx set. Toomey has that ball near the top of the key. Now Mobley in the left wing, dishes it down to Toomey in the low block. She'll put that up. It's way off, air ball. Yeah, I think defensive stops are going to be what really changes the pace of this fourth period here for us. Let's see if Ryder could get one right here. Jacot's bringing up the ball, guarded by Schiffer once again. They've seen a lot of each other in this game. As now Deveni has that ball in the left corner, it's up and it's off. 
Rebound to Manda Mobley. Manda Mobley pushing that tempo. A great pass to Tucson. And Fireball has that ball on the left corner. Reset at the wing and just kick it back to Mobley. Yeah, Slow good. things down a little bit. Good pace there at the start by Manda Mobley coming off a great rebound. Yeah, Mobley crosses over, screen by Tucson. Now she's guarded by Emma Boslett. St. Joe's switching a lot on all these screens, just every single one. Tucson with that midi, still can't get anything going here. Having a really rough game, Tucson is. Yeah, Tucson, she's only, she only has four total points, two rebounds. She's 0 for 5 from 3, 2 for 11 from the field. Definitely one of the worst games of her season and maybe even her career. As you caught sizing up Schiff right here, will drive in, dish it down low, back out to Deveni. Deveni will pump fake that three and pull it from mid-range. It's off. Ryder fighting for that board. Mobley will get it. Mobley hustling like she's done all game. Pushing the tempo a little bit right here. She's driving in. Will kick it to Fireball on a no-look pass. Ooh, Toomey gets the ball low block, and it's yeah. good. Great pass by Fireball. Yeah, great look to find Toomey down low. She was wide open, and thank God she got her own rebound, because that would have been an unfortunate turn of events if she missed that. Yeah, really good job there by Toomey. So the closest this game has been since the start of the game. Six-point game, 47-41. St. Joe's has the ball, 7.28 to go. Ryder fighting back. Jakal with that ball, top of the key. And they're going to call a foul on Jessica Schiffer, I believe. It's on the floor, though. No free throws. Some substitutions for both teams here. As you see Emily Strunk entering the game for Victoria Toomey. Emily Strunk not having too bad of a game on yeah. I mean, she's two for three from the field goal. Over one from the three, but, I mean, not exactly her three-point shooter, so. Yeah, but definitely... She has made an impact so far. She's got a couple defensive plays. She's got four points. As Laura Ziegler misses the mid-range, but they're going to call an offensive foul on Rafaela Toussaint, who gave Mackenzie Smith a nice yeah. swift elbow to the nose. I saw that. Toussaint pounds Smith right in the face. A lot of elbows flying here in this game, fellas. As now, St. Joe's will congregate with their coach. Rafaela Toussaint a little bit upset about that foul. I mean, all she's trying to do is get her space. You yeah, know, you, I, yeah. You come down from a defensive rebound, all you want is your space. Yeah, you know, you're not really expecting someone to be right there with you. So, you know, you mm -hmm. can't really blame her for not seeing her. Don't think that's intentional at all. As, no, you definitely cannot call that intentional, especially with the type of play that, that was. It should not yeah. be a foul if that's what they're talking about. Yeah, hopefully they're not talking about that right there. Seems like the refs are congregating a little bit. Having a little bit of discussion at half court. Yeah, a bit of confusion here. Not too sure what's going on between these refs right now. Definitely not worth calling a foul, especially with, again, the type of play it was. I mean, you come down with the rebound like that, how are you, you know, she's right on you. All she's trying to do is pivot, find the open outlet, and, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking that's a common foul here, fellas. It just doesn't yeah. really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it's definitely one of those fouls that just kind of happens here, but... You're in the driver's seat with Ryder Women's Basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Search and download WRRC2, our free mobile app, and connect your mobile device to your vehicle so you can catch every Ryder Women's home game and more this season on Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Well, fellas, while they saw out this confusion, we'll head over to break for a little bit. We'll be back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. My friends always tell me I light up the room, bringing everyone up with the brightest smile on my face. I may look happy, but dig a little deeper and the pain speaks for itself. Between 20 to 30% of adolescents report having symptoms of depression and anxiety, and we need to find a way to put this statistic to a halt. And with Attitudes in Reverse, we can do just that. Attitudes in Reverse, or AIR, has a mission to create a community of understanding 
understanding as they strive to educate and spread awareness on people struggling with mental health disorders. Now, it's true. You never know what someone is going through. You could look like a shining star on the outside, but be drowning in the deepest ocean on the inside. AIR strives to provide unlimited mental health awareness and suicide prevention programs for our youth and young adults, no matter the price. You should never be scared to just speak up. AIR is a volunteer organization and is not a counseled service. They aim to inspire hope for those suffering with mental health and to ultimately save lives. For more information on how you or someone you know can get help through AIR's outstanding services, visit AIR.NGO. That's AIR.NGO. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Osteria Procaccini. Osteria's kitchen is based on authentic Italian tradition using the freshest, all-natural, organic ingredients available. You can find a plethora of delicious items on their menu like artisan pizzas, handmade pastas, salads, and specialty dishes, all made with quality and hand-selected ingredients. All of Osteria Procaccini's meals are prepared with passion for excellence that you will absolutely enjoy. And all of the food is fresh. No artificial preservatives or additives. Just good old-fashioned, traditionally prepared Italian cuisine made with so much love. Osteria has two locations in Pennington and Crosswicks. If you're looking to eat in tonight, Osteria Procaccini also delivers with DoorDash. Either way you decide to order off Osteria's menu, just get there. To learn more about Osteria Procaccini or to view their menu online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. Listen to the Rider Bronx on your iOS device. This is Center Victoria Toomey. Go to the Apple App Store now to search and download WRRC2 to hear all home games and select road games on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with more Ryder women's basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro WRC2. I'm Jared Brito here with Ben Chanel and Old McCarran. Fellas, we got a close one here. Six-point game, 7.20 to go. Ryder really looking impressive against the 8-0 St. Joseph Hawks. Yeah, they definitely turned it around in that fourth quarter slash third quarter. Um, they definitely got better shots. They weren't forcing any, anything. They're playing tighter defense, just doing everything right. And that's why we're at this point in the game when we're only down six. As it looks, you know, we had like a solid three-minute break right there. And the refs still haven't decided what's going on here. It looks like maybe now they finally came to the decision. Coach Milligan had a little conversation with them. And I'm not too sure how much confusion there could be on a play like that. I mean, I really yeah. I didn't yeah. see much. Obviously, the elbow definitely flew, but you see players everywhere do that when they're trying to pick up with the ball. So... And we should be getting the call here soon. I would assume it's a common foul, but yeah. know, I guess you never know. You know, I totally forgot that's what we were waiting for. Yeah. That's that's how, like, unreal this is to me right now, that that's what they're still confused over. Yeah, you know, it was just a bang-bang play. You know, she was the St. Joseph's player was just right in her wheelhouse as she got that rebound. No way that she could know she was there. And this is about going on, like, five, eight minutes now, just yeah. waiting. Which Bronx will be the most valuable player of the game? Stay tuned to 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC2 after the game. To find out who is tonight's The Bronx MVP of the game during Ryder Women's Basketball postgame show. All right, it looks like we're finally getting back to some action right here. What felt like forever. Yeah, right. I want to watch a basketball. And now, what is the final verdict? Yeah, I'm not sure what this final verdict here. It looks like... It looks like it's just a common foul with, um, yeah, just a common foul here, which... All of that for a common foul. I mean, it, like we said, about a second after it happened, you know, it's pretty pretty easy decision there. But we yeah. should have ref for this game. We should yeah. have. We I think so. This game. Yeah. Come on, give us the stripes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> give us stripes. All right. Let's see right here. So it's St. Joseph's ball no matter what. Six-point game right here, 720 to go. Ryder doing a good job at decreasing that lead right there. 
As now we see Santa, AJ DeBron, giving Michaela Fireball a little fist bump. AJ, got to make his way off the court now. Yeah, not sure what he's doing right here. He's kind of the sixth man right here as we see <laughs> the handler coming and escorting him off. Is also, St. Joseph's Hawk is sitting there flapping near AJ DeBronk. AJ, a lot of chaotic stuff happening right AJ now, fellas. AJ may have had too much eggnog. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Smoke right. in the court, dapping up a Kayla Fireball right in the middle of play. And let's see what feels like about a year later. We're finally back as, oh, no, we're not. The ref is just holding the ball in her fingers right now. And there we are. Oh, my finally, God. Finally, here God. we are. Time for basketball again, fellas. Just the inbound by St. Joseph's. Time. Brugler has that ball right now near that right wing. Oh, Great defense there. by Michaela Fireball. Jacot will recover that loose ball. Mobley Garden. Great defense by Schiffer to force Great. that turnover. Yep. This is huge. Yeah, at the moment you see that lob pass, get in front of him. Yep. Do everything you can to get that steal right there. Great Bro job by Schiffer. Yeah, Bronx needs some points here. Rafael Toussaint has the ball right now. Kicks it to Emily Strunk, who's getting a lot of minutes in this game. Screen by Strunk. Mobley driving in. Kicks it to Schiffer in the corner. Three's up. It's off. Strunk. Didn't touch rim. Ah, almost a good rebound there by Strunk. And now we see Mackenzie Smith pushing that tempo. Hits a Eurostep. Beautiful move. This place would have exploded if Jessica Schiffer hit that three ball. Yeah. Now an eight-point game with 6.30 to go. As Amanda Mobley's bringing up that ball. Picks up her dribble, kicks it to Fireball. Back out to Mobley. Toussaint now has the ball. Kicks it to Schiffer on that left wing. Schiffer will dish it to Fireball. Pull up three-pointer. It's off. Rebound Mackenzie Smith. And Bronx trying to cut in that lead by a lot by shooting the three ball, but they're 0 for 2 so far. Ooh, great screen by Laura Ziegler right there. Uh, St. Joseph really bobbling the ball right now. And they're going to call that out of what? I'm not sure what they're calling that right there. I think they're calling that. Got a foul on Ryder somewhere. Yeah. I think it's a. I think it might be a timeout. I think uh, the St. Joseph's coach might have called a timeout right there. Huh. It's either a timeout or a loose ball foul. Yeah, it was a very a very bang-bang weird play right there. St. Joseph's really bobbling the ball right there on the baseline. Yeah, he definitely lost me there with that one. It, it kind of got a little bit hectic down there on the baseline, so you could not really tell. Yeah, well, once again, sadly, we got another stoppage time right here. We'll be right back with more well, Ryder Women's Basketball. Well, hold on. I would like to say, I would like to see Hyacinth back in the game right now. Because yeah. with the pace of this game and it only being an eight-point game, I'm not seeing the same hustle from other players as I would Hyacinth to get some of those rebounds. That is a really good point. And, you know, as as much as we love Rafaela Tucson right here, it's just not her game. So I, I am pretty shocked that she's still in this game right now. So am I, especially with this crucial of a game right now. I mean, you're only down eight. And the, for this team to be 8-0, it would mean everything to Ryder to not only get a win, but hand them the first loss. And that's how it is for every 8-0 team. Well, let's see if that... If Coach Milligan is listening to this broadcast right now somehow and listens to Owen's advice, well, now we'll head over to a break real quick. Hopefully, we'll see some more basketball finally when we come back. Seems like we only got 20 seconds of play right there. We'll be right back with more Ryder Women's Basketball, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx Jersey Fresh music segment is underwritten by the Trenton Farmers Market, operating since 1949, making it Mercer County's oldest and most beloved year-round indoor market. Whether you're ready or not, the holiday season has arrived. If you're feeling a little frazzled, the Trenton Farmers Market has everything you need to prepare for and enjoy the holidays stress-free. From holiday meats and cheeses to delicious fall seasons, 
seasonal produce, apples, squash, Brussels sprouts, and sweet potatoes, local honey, and wines. Browse the farmer's market's many local vendors and discover dazzling finds, stylish clothing and jewelry, and dry goods. Come hungry. Delicious local flavors await you at the market to take home to enjoy, like barbecue ribs and smokehouse wings, chicken and pork favorites, bakeries, sandwiches, and Polish delicacies, plus two vegan eateries. Like it or not, the holidays are here, but the Trenton Farmer's Market will have you ready. Open four days a week. Open Thursday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. For holiday shopping hours, look online at the TrentonFarmersMarket.com. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Trattoria Broccacini, 354 Nassau Street, Princeton. Trattoria Broccacini does authentic Italian dining right, making use of their favorite family recipes from the old country. Using only fresh and organic ingredients, Trattoria shifts their specials to season, utilizing the best crops from local merchants and growers. Enjoy Trattoria Broccacini for home-style cooking that tastes just like Nona's in your new home away from home. Get away from everyday stressors and enjoy a plate of your favorite soups, salads, pasta, Italian specialties, fresh-baked breads, and pizza. Walk in to enjoy Trattoria's Italian family dining experience or order in for pickup or delivery online at getforky.com under restaurants. Contact Trattoria Procaccini to cater any event and bring the taste of Italy to you and your friends, family, or colleagues. Dine in at Trattoria Procaccini Monday through Sunday from 4 to 9 p.m. Enjoy their family-style menu or rock solo with their table-for-one options. If you can't vacation in Italy, try this local taste of Italy, Trattoria Procaccini. When you listen to Bronx basketball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, you score big. This is guard Molly Lynch. You can find WRRC2 on my tuner as easy as I find my shot during the game. We're back with more Ryder women's basketball. Getting straight into the action right here. We see Jacob with the ball kicking into Ziegler. Ziegler for three. Way off. Rebound Mobley. Shot clock goes off, but the shot got off before it. Play will continue. Mobley now has the ball. Guarded by Jacot. Mobley sizing her up. Mobley picks up her dribble. Toomey with the ball now at the top of the key. This is it to Tucson. Tucson looking to get something going. Fireball now has that ball. Kicks it down to Toomey in that paint. And they're going to call... I believe that's, these refs are really confusing everyone in the stadium right now. Coach uh, Milligan is confused. What was that? And now the refs don't even I know saw, what happened. I saw one person call a travel. Yeah, we had a travel call by one ref and a All foul right. call by the other. That one was canceled. It's Ryder, nope. Yep, and I, wow. guess, I guess the travel call will stand as Ryder crowd letting these refs have it. Refs really affecting this game here in the past yeah. two and a half minutes. They've really slowed down all momentum for the Bronx as they do it again. As now we see Jacot driving in right now. She'll put up a floater layup. It's off. Rebound Ziegler. Great Need defense. Oh, he can't get that rebound. Now the shot by Brugler, and it's good. Killer. That's a killer shot. That's just a, a wow. Insane shot right there. Is now it'll be an 11-point lead by St. Joseph. It's really frustrating if you're Ryder right now because you were in this game, and that stoppage time by the refs really killed a lot of momentum. And then you have that, this weird travel slash foul call. No one knows, and then they decided to travel. Just a lot of frustration right here that's out of their control. I mean, yeah, it sucks to see. You know, the refs blow a whistle over a, a little petty foul like that. You ruin the entire momentum of the game, and, and all for the first call that everyone thought it was. You know, it's a offensive foul. You're going to give it back to the other team right at the baseline. You know, it's exactly what we said it was going to be right when it happened. Yeah, 5-10 left to go in this game as... Now St. Joseph's lead is increasing. They have an 11-point lead right now, 52-41. to 41. Looks like Katie Jacot on the floor over there at the baseline right now. Oh, yeah, she's hurt. And looks like she's crumbling down by her legs right now. Entire coaching staff surrounding her. So yeah. she's okay. Doesn't really hoping pretty. she's all right there. 
We'll head to break right now. Really hoping Kay Jakad is okay. We'll be right back with more Ryder Women's Basketball, exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Take a deep dive into what's happening inside and outside the Brodsky Business Classroom and go off the clock with Dean Gene Kutcher. Join us on 107.7 The Bronx every Saturday and Tuesday at 9 a.m. with the Dean of the Norm Brodsky College of Business to dip your feet into candid and meaningful conversations with writer business students, faculty, and alumni that are dedicated to topics related to the world of business. Cannonball for the best practices for career development, a look through the entrepreneurial mindset, growing your network while you're in college and more here's one more splash of excitement at the end of every episode one lucky business student following rider business on instagram has a chance to win during off the clock's game segment that will leave you at the tip of the diving board miss the show not a problem schedule time on your calendar to listen to the off the clock podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or visit our website 1077thebronc.com slash off the clock Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Pure Green in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville. Are you in the mood for refreshing drinks that are not only delicious but healthy as well? Or what about an acai, pitaya, or oatmeal bowls if you're hungry? Then Pure Green should be your next stop for made-to-order smoothies and bowls, cold-pressed juice, and more. Pure Green uses performance-enhancing superfood-based ingredients sourced from all over the globe that not only taste amazing but are super healthy and loaded with essential vitamins. Relax in their comfy seating area or order to go online by simply clicking Clicking their order now button on their website, puregreennj.com. That's puregreennj.com. Or deliver from DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub right to campus. Pure Green also offers catering options perfect for your next on-campus event or meeting. So the next time that you're looking to quench your thirst with food and drinks, that not only your taste buds, but your body will love too. Enjoy Pure Green, Princeton, located in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville, or enjoy their new location in Newtown, PA. The final buzzer has sounded. Regardless of the outcome, who was the Bronx player of the game and what happened out on the hardwood? We're about to find out on the Ryder Women's Basketball Postgame Show as we throw things back to Owen McCarron, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito to debrief tonight's action exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball as we're back in the action right here. Turnover by Ryder right now. Lars Ziegler with that ball. 11-point game, 4.44 to go. As we see Deveni with the ball. Deveni has that ball top of the key. Now dribbling to that right wing. Mobley guarding, screened by Ziegler. Great handles by Deveni, and the shot by Ziegler is off. And they'll call a foul on the floor right there. And so we cannot it, escape these whistles once again. It'll remain St. Joe's ball. I want to give a little update. Katie Chakot um, walked off the court with a little bit of assistance right there. We're keeping her. In our thoughts, hoping she's all right. You know, she had a lot of impact on this game, a great defender. Really hoping she's okay and has a speedy recovery. Yeah, definitely didn't look pretty, so I definitely hope she's all right. She's getting examined out in the locker room. Definitely would be a tough loss for the Hawks to endure. As now we see Tony Renee Blanford checking in for Victoria Toomey. I think Toomey might have just fouled out, actually. Actually, very possible, yeah. She had four uh, going into, well, right before the last break we had. And I'm pretty sure that last foul was on her, so I think she's done for the game. Yeah. If that foul was on her, yeah, she's definitely out of the game, which would be really unfortunate. Like you said, struggling to get away from these whistles right here, Owen, as now St. Joe's will go to the line for two. We got Brugler at the line. First one is up. Count it. 12-point game. I mean, these are some momentum calls, too. I mean, when you blow the whistle 
this this lightly within a game like this. I mean, you're, you're taking momentum out of both teams. You're taking the gas out of the tank. Mm -hmm. And now we have a 7-0 run here by the Hawks. Ryder now trailing by 13. Got to push the tempo here. Schiffer has that ball on the right corner. Michaela Fireball dishes it out to Tucson. Tucson driving in. Just can't get anything to go. And Tony Renee Bland for this foul. Rafaela Tucson just throwing anything up right now, it seems. Yeah, three for 13 for her. Definitely not a good outing for her. We're used to seeing like double doubles out of her, you know? She's used to like 15 and 10 games, so. Yeah, just a rare bad game yeah. for her. But luckily, Blanford was there to clean up the mess and is now at the line for two. Yeah, and this is not the game that you want to be your worst, especially with an ain't no team. Yeah, I think if Tucson was her regular self and making her shots and rebounding the ball, I think this would be a lot closer basketball game. Here's the shirt. First shot from Blanford. It's good. Yeah, she is a beautiful free throw shot. Yeah, it's oh my very god. Very clean. Very clean. It's about clean as dove soap. Okay. <laughs> Boo this man as she makes the second one. <laughs> I gotta make my one comment. <laughs> oh god, man. So after that corny joke by Ben, we got an 11 point game here with 4:15 to go. Keeping it clean on it. <laughs> Deveni bringing up the ball. Dishes it to Ziegler. Mackenzie Smith being guarded right now by Fireball. Just an amazing pass, but it'll rim out. Mobley fighting for it, and they're going to call Bronx that ball. out on St. Joe. So Bronx ball, just like Ben said. 4-0-3 here to go. You know, I said it at the start of the fourth period. One of my favorite players to see when we're down is back in. Maya Hyacinth, she's got the speed, mm -hmm. she's got the commitment, she's got the ability to run around and try to get us those, those necessary re uh, rebounds. Yep, let's see if, she, see if she can do it right here. This is a really big possession. Could potentially decrease the Hawks' lead to single digits as Moby's getting doubled near that right wing. Dishes it to Hyacinth. Hyacinth trying to get something going here. Stops at the top of the key, will dish it back to Fireball. Nothing getting open right here. They're just double teaming the ball handler. As the shot is up by Strunk. Wow. Hey! What? Wow. I'm sorry. What? Let it fly. Emily Strunk. Emily Strunk. Nasty. And that's good. Wow. A beautiful shot. 325 here to go. Eight point wow. game. Bangs the three. Emily Strunk. Three for two for three in front of the field. Oh, that's one a for come, one that's from a come three. up clutch play. As he received Deveni dribbling the ball in the left corner near the Hawk mascot. Ziegler kicking it to that right corner. Nothing given right here. Now Brugler posting up. And they're oh. going to call a travel on Brugler. So a good turn of events for Ryder. 3.06 to go, eight-point wow. game. Now you're only allowed two steps in basketball. And now Schiffer coming in for Hyacinth. So only saw a little bit of Hyacinth right there. Owens frustrated, leaning back in his chair. I love Hyacinth, especially at this point in the game. I'll, I'll say it every time. So now we see Moley bringing up that ball. It's a big possession here coming up for the Bronx. They're going to need something. Let's see if they can capitalize right here. Fireball with that ball being guarded by Deveni. Fireball sizing her up. Now Strunk with that big three a moment ago has the ball. Top of the key. Kicks it back to Fireball. Fireball dishes it down low. Tucson is very contested. Puts it up. Gets the rebound. Goes up with it again. And there it is. Yes, Tucson. She struggles all game but makes it count when it counts. Here we are. Deveni with the ball bringing it up. Six-point game, 2.38 to go. That's why you prioritize Tucson in the paint. She's got the aggressiveness to make sure that those layups get in. Mm -hmm. Good defense by Schiffer there on Deveni. As now we see Mackenzie Smith driving in, oh, and she's fouled. She'll foul. go to the line for two. 2.26 here to go. Six-point game. Anything can happen here, fellas. We're going to need 
a turnover. That's what we're going to need from this possession. Yeah. You could definitely four. use over two from the line. I should yeah, say. could definitely use a miss or two right here from Mackenzie Smith. I don't know. I didn't. Oh, I didn't realize it was a shooting foul. Wow. It was very close. I think she just got the shot off. Here's the first shot, and it's good. Oh. Got a seven-point game here with 2:26 to go. Bronx trailing. As now we see Jessica Schiffer and Michaela Fireball already back on offense, being guarded by Deveni and Julia Nostrom. Second shot is up, and it's good. Bronx going to push the tempo here. Mobley dishes it down to Jessica Schiffer. Looks like it was a design play for Fireball, but mm -hmm. Julia Nostrom blew that up. Mobley yeah. now has the ball top of the key. Backdoor cut by Fireball. Beautiful backdoor cut. The shot is good. Six-point game. 2.13 to go. That was really well executed play there. Amanda Mobley with a great dish to Fireball. As now we see Deveni kicking that ball to Lars Ziegler. Mackenzie Smith who just made those two free throws with the ball in the left corner. Driving in, great pass to Ziegler. Shot is up, it's off. Rebound yes. Amanda Mobley. This is huge here. 1.57 to go. Mobley loses control, picks it back up. Amazing dribbling by Amanda oh. Mobley. Really, really showing off those there. dribbling skills. Kicks it to Fireball. The three is up. Count it! Michaela Fireball! Three-point game! Timeout. That's what we love from Michaela Fireball. That clutch three-point shot right there. A contested three-pointer. Bringing the game to three. One Making the to shots go. the count. Oh! Michaela Fireball. More like Michaela Ice Cold Ball. Nah, I, I wanted to get uncomfortably quiet. <laughs> oh, oh, 142 here to go. 56-53 game. Ryder really fighting back against these 8-0 Hawks. We'll see what happens when we're back shortly on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten in part by the Tanning Zone in Hamilton, Ewing, and now open in Bordentown. Welcome to the Tannies. We're on the red carpet for the tanning world's most prestigious award ceremony. Look, here comes the legendary tanning zone in Hamilton. <gasps> the one that started it all. Wow, what a glow. Not to be outdone, it's the tanning zone in Yuang. No second fiddle when it comes to getting a great tan. Stop. Who's that? That's the new kid in town, the Tanning Zone in Bordentown. Shut up! Tanning Zone is bringing it to Bordentown. Full tanning services plus new spa services like Poly Red Light Therapy, Bleach Bright Advanced Teeth Whitening, and the Cocoon Wellness Pro Pod. <gasps> oh, snap! With affordable daily indoor sun specials, the new Tanning Zone in Bordentown is making quite the name for itself at the Tannies. Glamorous. For more information about the Tanning Zone online, including their brand new Bordentown location. It's the TanningZoneHamilton.com. The final buzzer has sounded. Regardless of the outcome, who was the wrong player of the game and what happened out on the hardwood? We're about to find out on the Ryder Women's Basketball Postgame Show as we throw things back to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito to debrief tonight's action exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. All right, we're back. No intro here because the game's already getting started. St. Joe's just scored. It's now a five-point game with 125 to go. Amanda Mobley dribbling up the ball. Kicks it to Maya Hyacinth back in the game. Shout out, Owen. McCabe of Fireball dishes it to Emily Strong. Top of the key. She'll pull it. It's off. Rebound St. Joe's. Julian Strong with the rebound. Not a bad look there by Emily Strong. As now Deveni has that ball. Trying to kill some time here. Lars Ziegler dishes it to Mackenzie Smith. On that right wing, guarded by Mobley. Mackenzie Smith... Trapped in that corner, kicks it to Brugler. Gotta get a stop right here, 58 seconds to go. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. Dish it down low to Brugler, and it's off! 
Emily Strong with the ball. Gotta push the tempo right here. Immobile doing so. Really running right here. Maya Hyacinth is wide open. She doesn't see her. Rafael Toussaint with that ball, top of the key. Michaela Fireball. 40 seconds left to go. 17 on the shot clock. Mobley driving in. We'll try to get something up. And they're going to call it out on Ryder. Rough call right there. One can say there's a little bit of contact there. And it looks like they're going to make some substitutions right here. This is just a really rough call right there. Timeout. Or and a stoppage they, of play. Are they reviewing this play? It looks like they might be doing so. Yeah, they signaled the... Yeah. yeah so they may be uh, looking at this to make sure it went off. I'm not too sure right there. From, from where we're sitting right here, we had a perfect view of it. It didn't look like it hit I off didn't, of I didn't see anything go off of Mobley there. I mean, you saw whoever that was on uh, St. Joseph there got a hand on that, and that's why it ultimately went out when she went up for the shot there. Yeah, and like Ben mentioned, I think it's worth mentioning, there was a lot of contact on that play. There was. was yeah, there was yeah, some I'm, contact. I'm surprised that when you got a ref standing three feet away and you got contact happening right in front of your eyes, you know, I'm surprised that you're willing to just not pay attention to that and blow the whistle on us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, you know, with the way this game has been being called, too, and the trajectory of it, you think that they called that right there because there's been a lot of whistles in this game, both sides, but no, they decide to let him play now with 35 seconds left in this game. Yeah, because that's exactly how a game should be refed, correct? <laughs> I have some thoughts about that, but right now we see both teams congregating right here. Coach Milligan having a nice talk with the players. Has to be proud of the way they're playing, you know. Really yeah. fighting back. They were just down 12, you know, what seems like not even a minute ago. Now it's a five-point game. Yeah, this is a great, great effort against and one of the best teams. Yeah, a really good team. This is a great effort from the Bronx. Yeah. Best case scenario right now, fellas, is that this replay shows that it was out in St. Joseph's. Bronx get the ball scored, get a stop, and then we see what happens from there. Yep. This is a big play by the refs here to make sure that they get this right. And hopefully it goes the Bronx way because if it doesn't... Yeah, put it up on the screen then, here. I want to see this. Yeah, if it doesn't go the Bronx way, then the Bronx are going to be in quite a hole. It looking like it's not a clear replay here, and refs are going to make a decision here. I don't know. They're going to talk about it a little more. Apparently, four eyes wasn't enough on the play. They would need six. Let's see what the call is. Yeah, I think it's set off on the Bronx. Yeah, ball from the Bronx, so it be St. Joseph's ball. But now you need to stop. It's plain and yep. simple. Browns are going to need to stop quick with only 35.9 seconds left. This full-court press, if you can force a turnover right here, it would be humongous. 35.9 left in the game, 30 seconds on the shot clock. Lars Ziegler gets the ball. Great, great double team here. And she somehow gets the ball off to Julian Strom. And now the ball is past half court. And Amanda Mobley will foul Mackenzie Smith. Now you got to play the foul game here, it looks like. The foul game... Doesn't work a lot, but when it does, it makes one heck of a win. Yep, 28.8 seconds here. Mackenzie Smith to the line for two. We saw her sink two yeah. about two and a half minutes ago. Mackenzie Smith, one for two from the line on the day. Pretty good shooter, so I'd imagine that she'll be able to convert at the line here, unfortunately. But we'll Let's see. see. It's getting loud here in the Alumni Gymnasium. First shot is up. It's oh. off. That's what you call a jinx. Crowd getting into her head right there. Nice Ken little announcer jinx. Mackenzie <laughs> Smith is one of the finest players in the big five. She <laughs> could shoot the three. She could shoot the mid-range. Let's see if the bench and all jinx works. No, she oh, sinks the second one. Dang. So we got a six-point game. Still a two-possession game here. As it looks like we'll see another timeout right here. This possession for Ryder is big. 
Yeah, should be should be a pretty quick timeout right here. So we'll stay here yeah. with the game. Bronx down two possessions. All they need is get a bucket here, get a stop, and then get another, and the game could be tied. Two possessions here. You know it's go time. You got you got to hurry. Shot clock is turned off. 28.8 seconds left in this game. Who do you think the ball goes to right here, fellas? Fireball, Schiffer, oh, yeah. it's Tyson. Gotta, it's got to be either Fireball or Schiffer here, yeah. I like that. I mean, look, th this isn't a game where you can play in the paint. You know, you need those three points, and you yeah. got to trust somebody to make them. There's, there's definitely a few people out here I would trust to make them, you know? Yeah, and Michaela Fireball and Schiffer take those top two spots. Yes, yeah, so, you know, six-point game out here. Not that a two doesn't do you any good, but it really doesn't do much damage to that six-point lead with 28 seconds to go. Yeah, you know, dare I say Amanda Mobley gets some space, takes a shot yeah. on the day. She's not shooting too bad. Wouldn't be too mad at that. As we see Schiffer inbounding the ball right here. Mobley running around right now. His baseline... Ooh, takes a hard tumble into the table. Crowd is shocked. Mobley is fine. Shakes it off like nothing happened, even though she just ran full speed into the table. And they're going to call it out on Mobley. Wow, that's confusing call right there. I guess they'll say she stepped on the line. I think they might have had they, yeah, I think they might have had her stepping out. That's not ideal for the Bronx. Yeah, not, a, not ideal right there. As I saw what she was trying to do, she had looked like Michaela Fireball wide open in this left yeah, corner. She wanted to pull all that attention to the baseline and kick it out. Coach Milligan a little frustrated right now, rightfully so. Brugler having trouble inbounding the ball. She inbounds it to Ziegler. Brugler now with the ball, kicks it down to Deveni. 22 seconds left in this game, got a fouler. There it is, Jessica Schiffer fouling Emerson Deveni. And fellas, it's looking a little rough now. We yeah, need, need two misses right here. The chances of the Bronx coming out with a victory is starting to fade away a little bit. Yeah, chances are low in, but you know, anything is possible right here. Need this alumni gym to get very loud right here for these two free throws. Yep. Let's see what happens as we see Olivia Mullins has first time at the line today. Hopefully she goes here for two. Oh, off. And the most important part about this next play right here is getting this rebound. Yep. There's another shot. Second shot by Emerson to Vinny. Yeah, if you're Blanford or Tucson, anything for the ball right now. Let's see. She misses this. We still got a game here, folks. Shot is up. It's in. Seven-point game. Going to continue playing this little timeout game. As A.J. LeBronc, dressed as Santa, looks very sad right now. I don't like to see that. Yeah, you know, his, his hopes were high when we first came in. You know, he was skipping all around the court. But now that face of the horse, or the Bronc, I should say. Is, <laughs> he still is smirking, but what's happening It's amazing to see how much emotion one expression can really show. I mean, AJ yeah. the Bronc, look at him. Look, look at that Look at that little smirk he's got. So, so many emotions true. behind he's that. He's smirking, but what does that mean, you know? But what does it mean? Yeah. I have to say, despite the outcome of this game, which is looking like St. Joseph's might pull off this win, mm -hmm. our mascot is way better than their mascot. I'll just go out there and I say I would agree. <laughs> Hey, the Hulk is very iconic in which he never stops waving those wings. But and he has not stopped waving. He has is not. the costume appealing to the eye? No. No. It is not. The thing looks absolutely terrifying, and I'll probably see it in my nightmares tonight. Because now we see Mobley with the ball, kicking it to Fireball. Just got to get a shot up. Fireball trying to get something going. Throws up a floater. Just rims out. Fighting for the ball is Tucson, and they're going to call it jump ball. As I believe it's St. Joseph's ball, unfortunately. Yeah, 10.6 on the clock. Ryder down seven. 
Looks like they just might dribble out this ball. Yeah, that might be all she wrote here. Ryder might foul again, but don't think it'll really. I actually just saw Coach Milligan yell out to her team, we're not fouling. Yep, no, no need to. It's just yeah. this game is in the books. Four seconds left, three, two, one. So despite a valiant effort there in the fourth quarter, coming back down multiple 10-point deficits, your Ryder Bronx fall to the St. Joseph Hawks, 60 to 53. We'll be right back with a post-game show exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. final buzzer has sounded. Regardless of the outcome, who was the Bronx player of the game and what happened out on the hardwood? We're about to find out on the Ryder Women's Basketball Postgame Show as we throw things back to Owen McCarron, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito to debrief tonight's action exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. 
You're listening to the Rider Women's Post Game Show, only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Your Rider Bronx fall to the St. Joseph Hawks, 60-53. to A great effort there at the end, you know, really showing a valiant effort against this undefeated team. You know, they fall short, but I think there's a lot to be proud about in that game. I would agree, you know, we stayed with one of the best teams that we've played for, played against this year. You know, they were 8-0. Uh, they have a very unpredictable team by means of you don't know who's going to drop 20-plus on you. Um, but, yeah, they definitely stayed up with them. They had a lot of fight all the way to the final whistle, and um, I liked what I saw. Definitely a lot of improvement in the second half. Yeah, I think, you know, it still stands to show that we really are just a second-half team. And, I mean, as the season goes on, hopefully we can make that adjustment, start coming out firing within that first half there. Excuse me, my emotions are a little low. I'm a little upset about that game. I definitely thought we had it there. A couple of momentum-changing calls from the refs there mm -hmm. that really just, you know, I, I, when you're watching the game, it really upsets you to see that, you know, the momentum could just deplete that fast, especially with some crucial calls that, you know, the refs are either missing or that they're making. Yeah, you know, we had those. I, I think the two turning points that you're mentioning here, Owen, was first that replay that took a while. It was the, the elbow, accidental elbow by Rafael Toussaint. Kind of killed all momentum. Ryder yeah. was on, I think, like a 7-0 run. And, you know, they took about three and a half minutes to review that play, see if it was a common foul or flagrant. Just kind of killed all momentum right there. And then over here on the baseline, right in front of us, they called the ball out on Amanda Mobley, saying that it hit her leg. And it just didn't look like that was the, yeah. the right call right there. Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, it's, it's the calls like that that can really ruin a game, especially for a team like this where, you know, when we do come out firing, we do come out shooting in that second half right there, you know, you're betting on momentum. You know, that's, that's where everything's coming from, all that adrenaline, all that will to win right there after whatever the halftime talk was. So it's upsetting to see. But um, let's get into some of the player of the game action here because I know there's definitely a couple that stand out there because it was a really good effort there at the second half there. So, um, just, you know, left to right, Jared, what are you thinking? Man, you know what? I think I'm going to say Michaela Fireball. I want to give her major props here because, listen, you know, she struggled in that first half. We didn't really see her much. She was getting doubled. You know, can't really do much about that. But she came out in the second half and said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get mine. She still had 12 points, put up five boards, was just making an impact, especially at the end of that game right there. We saw a very clutch three-pointer from her. Mm -hmm. We saw her draw a lot of contact in the paint, not afraid to just get hit around in the paint. Just a great effort by her. But, like I, you know, like you said, everyone really had great moments in this game. Yeah, Tell you, Ben. Yeah, I agree. Michaela was great from the field. Um, but I'm going to go with Hyacinth. You know, whenever she I was agree. on the court, yeah. she took over. She made an immediate impact. Uh, she finished with nine points, four rebounds. She had an assist. She had a steal. She had a block. She was all over the place. You know, she's quick. She was just, like, annoying to the Hawks, you know, always poking her hands in there. Um, got easy buckets, splashed home a three. Um, and moving forward, I'd like to see Hyacinth try to get some more minutes in there. Yeah, I would also love to see that. I just want to point out before I make my pick here, Two of our not even a, two of our big men have a, some of the most rebounds on, for the game on today, with Amanda Mobley having eight, Michaela Fireball having four, and Hyacinth having four. going back to Amanda Mobley. That's what I'm gonna have to choose today. Not too good on the scoring side today for Amanda Mobley, but I think there's a lot more that can go into a uh, MVP uh, player for the game today. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Only shooting one for two from the field goal and one one for one from the three. You know those points they definitely add up. You know without yeah. them you don't know what the score is at that point. But those eight rebounds, as, a, as PG1, you know, you can tell. And she's one of those people that I like to say a lot. She loves to hustle on the court. doesn't matter the mm -hmm. score. doesn't matter the time of game. No matter the possession, she's always out there. She's hustling. 
And, you know, I give her a lot of props today for putting the team on her back as PG1, facilitating all the plays where they were able to get and doing just a really good job. Getting a couple blocks down there on the defensive mm -hmm. end towards the end of the game there. I mean, she really zoned in. She knew what she had to do for her team, and I think she executed perfectly. I think that's beautifully said. I think all three of those players and, uh, and then other ones as well just really had a great game. You know, you're right at Bronx, unfortunately, fall to the St. Joseph Hawks, 60-53. to 53, But there's a lot to be proud of in that game, fellas. You know, put up a good fight against an undefeated yep. team. Thank you so much for listening to Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. This concludes tonight's broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to our coverage of Ryder Women's Basketball only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. For a full list of broadcast schedules, head on over to our website, 1077thebronc.com slash Basketball. Missed a broadcast? Don't you worry. You can listen to tonight's call and previous games on Amazon Music, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify by searching up Ryder Women's Basketball. Let's pivot back to the classic hits of the 50s through the 90s live from Ryder University's Radio World Magazine featured spectacular radio studios now.